Hello there, welcome to episode number 50. I think we got a little bit of your giggle in there, Gaz, oh. at the start of the show, which normally <laughs> I wait for a little bit, you know, <laughs> keep them energy levels up. <laughs> Hello, and that's how we started. That happened just a minute ago, if you're listening. I won't edit this out, not a fucking chance, no. it's not going to happen. It's episode number 58 of True Cult Pop. Hi, how you doing? It's me, Stephen Hill. Hope you're good. I've already spoken to him a little bit. You know he's here. I knew he was here. He hopefully knows he's here, because otherwise you're having some sort of episode, aren't you? Gaz, Gaz Jones I'm, off I'm the podcast. I'm definitely somewhere. You are. I'm still in, uh, yeah, a suburb of, of the Peterborough. Mm, Peter, Peterborough. Imagine if your name was, if, you, if your surname was Borough, you wouldn't call your child Peter, would you? Oh, some cunt would. Guarantee some it. cunt might, yeah. I actually used to play football with a guy, well, I didn't, I used to play football against a guy called, and he genuinely was called Wayne Kerr. You know, you think it's a joke. Oh, Wayne Kerr. He was called Wayne Kerr. Unbelievable. I, I, I delivered a parcel a few years ago to a Wayne Kerr. Did you? Fucking genius. Was he all right? Or was he... Because Wayne his, Kerr well, was, a, was a wanker. His, his, uh, his um, wife opened the door. Well, I see it was his wife. Could be his girlfriend. Could be his bit on the side. Who knows? In the area I deliver to, it's more likely going to be a bit on the side. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'd sure, make a, a, a 70s sex comedy starring you yeah, delivering yeah. <laughs> what was it was it Russ May was it Russ May Rob, was it well, yeah, Professions what? of a fucking cleaning man Robin uh, Robin Asquith oh, yeah, yeah. that's good knowledge oh, mate that is good knowledge that, that is good knowledge from before either of you or I were born yep. definitely neither yeah. of us were born no. like normally we pull like fucking oh I remember Dusty Bin or something like that yeah. <laughs> remember <laughs> Pete Vukovic <laughs> Yeah, for, what from last week and every week we do the podcast. Yeah. Absolutely, I do. I yeah. By the way, this is a this is a this is a music podcast, and this is a music documentary. <laughs> it's not a music documentary. You're not going to get any kind of real information or no. anything from it. It's a music podcast and quite I'll, a fun one. I'll definitely find. But if it was a documentary, sorry, I felt like you're going to say something this serious. Is, this is spinal crap. Yeah, a bit of politics. Um, <laughs> anyway, hello. Hope you're all right. Uh, you're all right then, Gaz. Apart from that, apart from all the six cards, uh, minor <laughs> part you have. I am now. I'm. I'm exponentially better than I was five ten minutes ago. I'm all That's right good. now. I'm good. That's like good. I always say, mate. This is legit the highlight of the week. Ooh, I know. Lovely. That's quite. A, a says, that really does say a lot life. about yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah. well i'm Thanks, all right mate. as well are you all right mate? apart Sorry. from all the stuff yeah. apart from all the stuff that i just told you about <laughs> which is desperately annoying for me but yeah. the, the last thing these people have tuned in for is to hear about a car leasing company's very poor practices so i'll save all of you that because last time i went oh i'm in the right mood and it was just to do with like my kitchen like light not working and people going oh mate you're all right and it's like no no it's not that kind of not all right it's not that kind of like you know we're going to take a month off the podcast all right i just i'm it's just more like i can't drive to see the streets on tuesday which i'm quite annoyed about you're not not fucking off to america are you I'm not fucking off to oh, Not a chance. No I way. there for a minute there, mate. I'm here for the long haul, mate. Don't Good you lads. worry about that. Good lads. I um, am here. Yes, Gaz is here. Good. We should tell you what's happening on the show this week. It's going to be a little bit of a fun show, to be honest, because last week we did all those reviews. Thanks very much for a lot of suggestions of stuff that came in the afterlife. A lot of people saying, oh, listen to that. It was good. Appreciate that. Glad mm. you enjoyed it. 
This week on the show, we're going to play a little fun game. We thought it's a, I need this like an end of term, it's just the start of November, it's like a little end of term thing. We're going to play, Gaz is going to try and guess the album from the terrible online review of a legitimately classic album. I think it's quite a good idea for a show. When we get to it, I'll it's, explain it better. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful idea for a show, mate. You need to pick up a, pick a more kind of snappier title for it, because fuck me, that was long-winded. Well, it wasn't a title, it was an explanation of what it was. I don't uh, have a title okay. for it, because okay. I, I don't have one that I can nick or adapt. Like Gaz, the... Gaz guesses. <laughs> Gaz guesses. <laughs> That's even worse. Mm, That's that terrible. is That's just not, it's oddly not specific enough no. and yet. Yeah. Anyway, look, we'll get to that a bit. There's fine. It's other stuff on the show as well. You might have seen, we're going to do that thing when we talked about the A to Z of atrocities. <laughs> uh, we're going to do one of the things that I spoke about on that show so that should be a laugh go over to before we do that before we do anything go over to patreon.com forward slash true cult pop and you can sign up for our exclusive content over there coming this saturday if you sign up for any amount your suggestion you can make a suggestion we will do it eventually once we get around to it comes with that asterisk and caveat frank zapper and the families we're only in it for the money that comes on saturday we're going to be going in full-on zappery don't think we've ever done that before i don't think i've ever done that in any kind of podcast before i think i've really talked about frank zappa at all so it should be mm. well it'll be the first time i've done that definitely same That's a fact yeah same it's, it'll be mm. the first, yeah it's the first time I, I i would have spoken about zappa without being i don't know absolutely cabbaged in my late <laughs> teenage years right <laughs> so yeah yeah i was gonna say yeah. you can if you want to get cabbaged mm. beforehand we haven't recorded it yet, so... I, I could do that. If you want to get cabbage. On a th- oh, cabbage on a Thursday night. Oh. Well, I yeah, say that... Your age. Well, my age. Well, saying that, I'm, I'm off I'm, I'm off from kind of Saturday, so maybe I'll just put a so city only, on yeah, Friday. Just risk it for classic one day, sick, isn't it? Cla- classic, classic sick, sick day. Ooh, sick oh, yeah, day. I woke up. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Um, uh, and if you're signing for the £5 tier coming this week, you're going to get double Bruce Springsteen. Oh, my days. Two classic Bruce Springsteen albums I'm not even going to tell you which ones they are just be a little surprise when they pop yeah. up you should already know we put it on social media yeah. just wanted to give that little plug there and then get on with it so that's patreon.com forward slash true cult pop right now do we do yeah yeah we're going to mate last week yeah. because of the reviews we knocked the earworms on the head we didn't do them mm-hmm. and I know you wanted one that you specifically wanted to do last week and it sort of rolled over so hopefully yeah. you know, it's not too much of a problem for me to roll it over because I know something happened that you desperately want to talk about. So let's yeah. let's do that before we get into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, on um, on the the twenty seventh of um, of October. So yeah, that would have been yeah, like, yeah, what, week before last. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the uh, three year anniversary. I think it was three years. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, three years. Um, do your research, guys. Um, that we lost um, one of my absolute favourite songwriters of all time, and that is um, that was James Brawl from Silver Sun. Um, so he had died of um, died of cancer, which fucking sucks. But it made me even more kind of grateful that I got to see what was their kind of last ever gig. Uh, it was at um, a couple of awesome people uh, called Rob and Hannah. Um, lovely people. They've run a uh, like a Britpop club in London for years called Starshaped. I don't know if you're 
are aware of it. It's quite a big deal. I, I'm aware they, of it. Yeah, they yeah. They do the yeah. tours now and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. for better or for worse, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, but they, um, they, they, they used to. Well, I think they still do do it. They did like a monthly club night at uh, where do we go and see Curb Dog? Islington. The Islington K- Academy. Yeah, yes. Islington Academy. Yeah, they used to do a monthly club night at Islington Academy, and I went along and because on. Because uh, Silver Sun, we're going we're gonna to be playing. They'd managed to kind of beat James Borden into submission to come and do one last gig. And I last time I saw Silver Sun was 1997 at Reading. Um, and they were fucking incredible. I never thought I'd get to see them again. Uh, I was meant to be going with a good friend of mine. Uh, he, he kind of pulled out, like, the the afternoon of the gig. He got, got, got a text going, mate, I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck. I was like, oh... Literally could not give this other ticket away. Could just tried everyone. Um, didn't have your number. The but didn't have your number there, mate. Do you know what I mean? You'd have been first potentially. I would have said no at this time as well. To be honest, yeah, I wasn't. And we'll get into this. But yeah, I, no, fair, I, I fair. never. I never got into Silver Sun, and this no, is fair, why fair. I'm a bit like, oh, what the fuck? Um, anyway. And I ended up going down on my own, um, down to the big smoke, uh, all edgy on my own, and. Uh, Literally had the best, one of the best nights out in London I've ever had. It was wonderful. So met so many amazing people, but uh, and I also met James Broad as it turned out that night as well. I've, I've got an amazing picture um, which I'll, I'll chuck up on the socials of me just being literally so excited of meeting one of my absolute heroes. Uh, and and they opened the set with um, uh, my earworm of the week this week, which is a track called Last Day, which was I think their third single. Off the debut album, Five Ks and Kerrang. Mm. One of their albums in 1997. It was, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that first Silver Sun album is an absolute kind of definition of like a lost classic from you know my absolute favourite musical eras. Um, all kind of Beach Boy harmonies and kind of cheap trick meets Weezer kind of buzzsaw guitars and just choruses to die for just wonderful kind of chug chug riffs um the album was produced by Nigel Godrich I think it was the first one of the first albums that he produced the next okay al- computer. yeah huh <laughs> yeah yeah and then okay computer yeah the, the album yeah. did after this was a uh by a bank of radiohead you might have heard of him yeah that's mad isn't <laughs> isn't it? It? Isn't it just... that is mad yeah yeah fucking hell um yeah I do you know what mate I I, I think I might have said this to you before yeah I never listened to Silver Sun at the time because they just looked like, and it's ridiculous because I was, you know, I really like that. I, I loved the Blue Album and Pinkett. Well, yeah, they're time. the British Weezer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? And I, because, you know, when did this come out? May 1997. So yeah, yeah May 1997. Yeah, it would have been just before OK Computer, just before The Fat of the Land. Yeah. And also, I would have been waiting on Around the Fur. Yeah. I would have been waiting on the first Soulfly album would have been waiting on Follow the Leader. That would have been the sort of stuff that I think that, you know, I would have been getting the more things change around that time. Yeah. I would have been waiting on all the, all the albums that I would have been waiting on would have been like obsolete by Fear Factory and that, that kind of thing. Right. On the, on the turn. <laughs> well, I mean, funnily yeah. enough, I probably yeah. wasn't waiting for on the turn. I well, just, uh, I just bought, got it by random yeah. chance on the day that it came out yeah. and was like, Oh my God. But yeah. yeah so they, this is, my sort of very, very brief dalliance with Britpop, I suppose in a lot of ways, I am quite like the thing that I always say, which is the dalliance, the Britpop sort of dominance was brief because it is like the end of grunge 
and then the start of new metal and there's like this tiny little finite period of like maybe 18 months maybe like a little bit more than that yeah. you know just shy of two years where those guys skunk and Nancy and the wild arts and the manics and television are like the thing that is getting on the front of kerrang and is like in this country at least like the dominant thing but then 97 kind of post symposium i guess mm. maybe like symposium and a I like I didn't pay as much attention to a lot of the bands. I did a few, but for some reason, Silver Sun just passed me by, and I feel a bit silly actually because I still haven't listened to the Silver Sun album in full, right? But every song that I've heard from it, I now know Golden Skin. Like I've, I've played oh, Golden Skin loads since. Fucking then. great, isn't it? And yeah, and and Julia as well is another yeah. one that I listened to. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. And then yeah. you were like, oh, far out, and I was like, oh, I don't think I know that one. Yeah. And again, I'm it's- like, this is a beautiful little isn't it under three minute power pop rock yep. nugget it's yep. absolutely brilliant completely brilliant it's made me go right well then i probably am sleeping on this record which you hide in hiding holding such esteem and i, should, I really i genuinely, genuinely do yeah you really should mate you will love it it's i'm sure i will they they never did any i mean they did i don't know five or six albums nothing else they did came anywhere near the kind of quality on the first album the last album that that that, that um oh, james broad was like rec- recording stuff from home and releasing under the silver sun banner um he did an album about a year before he died called switzerland which is fantastic best thing he'd done he's done since the kind of debut album but that that debut album um i, I remember paying I, I remember buying a week of release and even a week of release it cost me at least 16 quid for whatever reason their label just fucked them over from the start Polydor yeah it was, po- yeah, was Polydor ma- you know major fucking label yeah and, major yeah. Label. and it, was, it was it was 16 quid usually on like week of release you can pick you know it's usually like a tenner or something you know to kind of boost the boost the you know the chart placing shit but yeah mm. it was 16 which even now seems like a lot doesn't it, it really right? does even a tenor yeah. seems like a yeah. lot for forty-seven minutes yeah. of music. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, um, I mean, during during the pandemic, I managed to get hold of like the um, uh, the first two albums on, on vinyl. Like a lot of people, just kind of thumbing through discogs on a Friday night, going oh, and it you know it took mm. about three months to come from Japan, you know, um, and then uh, I think I think it was early this year or late last year, um, music on vinyl uh, like re-released the first two albums. Uh, on on vinyl, and I can I'd highly recommend anyone out there kind of picking up. Just anyone out there, just just check out Silver Sun, man, and you you will see why. A they were kind of you know marketed really as like the British Weezer. It's perfect kind of geek rock. It's wonderful. With yeah, they really sound like Weezer. Yeah. Cheap trick Weezer, like all that Beach stuff. Beach Boys harmonies, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a, a real embarrassing blind spot for me. So I'm going to do that. Please do. Finally. Please do. Mm. For for me, if, if not yeah. for you, for me, mate. All right. Well, for me okay. as well. For me, not just no. for you, because like, <laughs> what am I getting out of it? If I'm doing it for you, oh, and I'm going to come back and go, I didn't like it. Then, <laughs> oh, but <laughs> at least you're if happy. If you do think that, just don't tell me, please. God, okay, be crushed. I won't tell you. I don't. I, can't imagine I will because I, I really really love every song on it that I've heard yeah. so far so yeah I need to listen mm. to that in full there you go Silver Sun uh, Far Out and R.I.P. Lo- 
to James like, Broad, who does seem like an amazing song. He's a great song. Yeah. Like, it was Last Day, not Far Out. But Far Out's still ace as well. Oh, sorry. I don't know why I said Far Out. Yeah, Last Day. Oh, yes. Sorry. God, I was getting my... Uh, I, was, I was looking at the track listing yeah. and it caught my eye, the song Far, Far out. out as well. So You'll like that one as well. I'm sure I will. A um, little bit different to what I've picked. But again, you know, someone who's sadly no longer with us. Yeah. Pete Steele of Typo Negative. I went on a big old Typo Negative binge the other day because, you know, the nights are drawing in, aren't they? <laughs> the nights are drawing in. It's yes, getting darker. It's getting windier. Mm. It's getting wetter. Yeah. Um, don't know why that would make it more Typo Negative. It's getting windier and it's getting wetter and it's getting more Halloween It's getting darker. And it's like, oh, it's time to get all the grim music out, isn't it? It's time yeah. to get all the kind of gothy, grim, miserable music out. And I started listening to, I think I've talked about this before, Dead Again by Type of Negative, which is their last record, which came out in 2007, a couple of years before the very, very sad passing of Pete Steele. And I, there aren't many bands that I love as deeply and as strongly as I love Type of Negative. I absolutely love Type When I think about like my favourite bands ever, mm. I don't often mention Type of Negative as being one of my favourite bands ever, which is weird because when I put them on, I'm just like absolutely just enraptured by them. They're one of those bands, Faith No More have this for me as well. Like I will go on, I will listen to a Faith No More song and then I can't listen to anything apart from Faith No More <laughs> yeah. for like two months <laughs> and everything else sounds shit and it just doesn't work. And Type of Negative like that, if I listen to one Type of Negative song, I'm suddenly like, oh, I just have to listen to Type of Negative now constantly for the next couple of weeks. And I have did that and I have must have listened to Dead Again three or four times in the last couple of weeks now. And I picked The Prophet of Doom, which I don't even necessarily think is actually the best song on Dead Again, but I think it sort of encapsulates everything that I think is and was brilliant about Typo Negative. It's such a bizarre song. You know, it's it's 10 minutes 47. It feels like it's about three minutes. The radio edit is four minutes and feels like four minutes. The original version is 10 minutes and it feels like about three and a half minutes. How do they do that, right? There's so many different bits in it it's really catchy but really dark it's got these incredible melodies it's like spectacularly heavy mm. as well for a band who are often sort of you know positioned as this ultra uber romantic lithe kind of like lausch goth thing mm. type of negative can be crushingly heavy when they want to yeah. be um they can just sort of do everything. And I listened to The Prophet of Doom and I was just like, this is fucking outrageous, man. It's outrageous, this song. And I do think, you know, Dead Again is is a proper, like, lost late classic in a stupidly brilliant back catalogue. I love it. And, it, I mean, it might be, like, my third, second, third favourite, second or third might be second second or third favorite type of negative album ever right I, I i i think it's amazing and it's the first album where you know sort of famously where they used real drums as opposed to the drum machine they used to do their career and i think that gives it something i don't know it just gives it a little bit of a different feel to it and it's got so many good songs you know dead again chipping the blind man halloween in heaven uh these three things is like the longest one it's fucking brilliant as well i know to locksmiths like just great just a great great record but yeah, Prophet of Doom 
would be one of those ones where I'd be, if someone said to me, I've never heard this band before, what song should I listen to? Prophet of Doom is one of them where I'd be like, you should listen to that because it's got everything. It's amazing. It's incredible. I've n- I've never actually listened to this album before. Oh, hello. Look what we've done this week. We've basically <laughs> yeah. done... It's a mirror image done thing. What, done a trade-off. Yeah. yeah. That's an old thing that wow. we used to do. Wow. A different version of this podcast. Yeah, so, you know, bringing that back. for long-term listeners. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Um, I, I kind of... I had a kind of sort of passing interest and then when I was very much kind of rooted in, in like the college era for me you know Bloody Kiss is not type of rust being exposed to them when yeah. you start hanging out with like-minded metalheads when you're at college um, you know October Rust is, is fucking you know to, to quote I love October Rust to quote Joey Diaz tremendous you know <laughs> <laughs> um, and but yeah I'd, I'd never ever listen to to Delicate Prophet do man I mean I, I I need to seek out the radio edit for this. Like, which, which bit do they just leave in? Because it, there's about eight movements to this song, you mm. know. And the, the bit, I mean, I, I've I've literally got it paused on the riff for me. When it, it, I think it's about three minutes twelve. What the? Yeah, you know the bit. Yeah, oh, I my. do. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to yeah, do it. But it's, go on, yeah. it's fucking outrageous. It just complete does a complete about turn from that kind of sludgy, doomy, gothy thing into this kind of chug chug, like almost trad metal riff. Uh, but, yeah. a bit, but with kind of massive, kind of sweeping goth overtones. It, it's with Pete still going full kind of Transylvanian yeah. warlock overlord. Oh, yeah, amazing. It's amazing. And uh, yeah, it's the Friday 13. Of course, you will live. <laughs> <laughs> to see Doom. <laughs> the Prophet of Doom. I said I wasn't going to do it. Oh, and that's, I was just that's, that's up there with my Jagger impression, mate. That was, that was, that <laughs> yeah, was, that was yeah, really good. Yeah, it is six out of ten. It is up there with your Jagger impression, definitely. Well, to be fair, look, looking listening listening <laughs> back to last week's pod, I think my Mick Jagger impression was basically an impression of uh, Phil Cornwall. Doing Mick Jagger it in Stella Street. Stella Street, <laughs> yeah. You see the set by Daddy's Marshmallows. That is a great show. That is a great 90s oh, show. That's another little God, 90s recommendation for brilliant. you. Yeah, man, th- yeah. this is excellent. I can't believe, yeah, well, I, well, I said I can't believe it. I can believe yeah. that you haven't heard this album because it kind of passed a lot of people by. It just seemed to come out. I mean, I was such a huge mm. fan of Type of Negative yeah. that when it I bought it the day it came oh. out, I was like, I... I Dude, I I love typo negative, okay. uh, like everything. But this came out, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is!" Because they left Roadrunner, yeah. and it'd been a long time since they released an album. Yeah. And you know, they played live. Where did they play? I think they played the Astoria mm. either just before or just after this came out. And I didn't go. I don't know why I didn't go, but it got really bad reviews. Oh really? I remember it was very bad. They were. They, I think they're quite a hit and miss live mm. band, which you know. I take the miss to have seen it, to be honest, because I never, I, for whatever no, reason, I, I just saw never it. saw them. But um, yeah, I, I think they were, they went in a great place. So I think like, and a few people were like, yeah, you know, they get great reviews at the time. Mm. I remember reading the Terrorizer review and they were just like, it's all right. And I was just like, oh, okay. But I got it and I was like, hold on, you lot are mad. This is brilliant. <laughs> I love it. 
just yeah. love them. But you should, you should. Have you listened to any other songs off this record yet? Not yet. I've been going. I've been going proper deep on um, getting my rather large head around Frank Zappa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you all, what. Here's what we're gonna yeah. do. Here's what we're gonna do next week. Mm. I will, we'll bring trade-off back for a week. Look at that blue sky thinking. I've made it up on the spot. I think of something and I do it. Uh, right, you listen to this for next week I like it. and report back and I'll listen to Silver Sun okay. next week and okay. report back. I like the sound of that. Well, yeah, yeah, do that instead of like earworm. We'll do trade-off for one week only. Yeah? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. It's back. It's never been here before, but it's back. Uh, there you go. Anyway, you know, if you're listening, you probably know. Yeah. Prophet of Doom by Type of Negative, absolute rager. Right, before we get on to the big announcement. Oh, um, uh, he's left Slipknot, uh, the drummer. What's yeah. This? Jay Weinberg. Um, um, yeah, Max is probably mentioned Max's that. son. Yeah, Max right. one, yeah. He seemed, I interviewed him, he's yeah. nice, he's very really nice. But he's gone, he's not in Slipknot anymore. But Does anyone really care anymore? Oh. I, Look, I mean, do people care? I'm sure. I'm sure there are plenty of people that care about Slipknot. Yeah, well. it seems a bit rum at this point to spend years going. If one of us goes, and the whole thing, mm. blah, 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 like you know, I haven't forgotten that. No. And no. so it's always been a bit like, oh. And now we're getting to the point where it's like, oh god, you're going to be onto your third drummer. <sighs> Just the drummer. You're onto your third one. Yeah. Come on, it's not the best. No. Not a good look. No. Anyway. No. I didn't really. We don't really have time to talk much about it, but I just I haven't really got it. much to say. To no, I haven't got much to say yeah. about it as well. Yeah. Do you want to hear about? I've been to two shows this week. Do you want to hear about Cass is dead, or <laughs> you can have what's in the box? Yo, what's in the what's in the box? Oh. Well, can uh, we can we start with um, uh, a very quick pithy ten words? Uh, review of uh, Clowncore, please. We can't have a ten-word review of Clowncore. No, we can have a, a, a like a, a major. We can we can have a, a therapy session where I explain the weirdest fucking gig I've ever been to in my life to you. We can we can do that because okay. I can't only talk about it very briefly because I w- won't be able. To, I probably won't be able to do it justice. Whatever I okay. say about it. So, but let's start with okay. that because fuck me. <laughs> I would see Clowncore last night. Now, Clowncore are an American musical duo of two anonymous artists, although they are speculated to be drummer Lewis Cole of the band Noah and saxophonist Sam Gendel, who has also played with the band Noah. They have an album called Clowncore, obviously. And that came out in 2010. Apparently they were active for 2008 to 2011. And then they vanished. And then they sort of came back And around 2007. I have to say, pretty much all of this has passed me by. Really. Right. Now, that's what they are, basically. Two blokes dressed as clowns playing kind of... It's got down on their, their genres on wikipedia as avant-garde jazz electronica and grindcore which are four well three quite different things i would say right so i went in not really knowing what i was going to see yeah and there's a sort of sheet in front this is a forum by the way this is the forum wow which is big right two and a half thousand cap forum it took like berry tomorrow a decade 
to get to that venue. It took Ghost about eight years to get to that venue, right? Clowncore, I believe this is the first tour they've ever done. And they're playing the Forum. Wow. So, you know. So a sheet dropped and there was like a sort of... You know when you're doing construction, there's like a construction tent. You know when they're like digging up a road and they build a yep. tent to put the stuff. So there's like a construction tent in the middle of the stage. And I started playing this video, which went on for too long. Which went on for way too long. Went on for f- about 50 fucking 10 minutes of the earth, sort of the stars going around the earth. And then it went right down, like bit, bit sort of honed in on a street somewhere. And then the video showed just this empty room. And then they started playing this like bonk. <laughs> and it was coming out of the out of the tent and you still couldn't see anything I was like okay <clears throat> and then two sides of the tent dropped and there was these two guys one with a keyboard and a saxophone around his neck one at a drum kit with a keyboard next to him both dressed as clowns and they played this mixture of if you can imagine sort of 100 gecks and early carcass and mr bungle and john zorn and the weirdest bits of like fortet or square pusher or or tecra and sort of 70s cheesy game show music and kids party music like barney the dinosaur music and then occasionally and like bing right imagine all that mixed together but played by two blokes dressed as clowns in a tent and behind them they've got videos of like raw meat human intestines dogs fucking porn stars turning into their own cocks and fannies and bums and willies and boobs uh, like flashing so quickly you can't really see what's going on and they're playing this music which is utterly fucking bewildering and occasionally there'd be like a sort of groove or a hook or something and then it would just go like like so it's like you know phantomous and fucking i don't know like the teletubbies and the the weirdest bits of someone like john coltrane right it 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 was it was and is the weirdest gig i have ever been to in my life it was so so weird so weird now i know what you want to ask me gaz was it any good is that what you want to know was it any good? Literally on the tip of my tongue, mate. Steve. <laughs> right. Was it any How many Ks? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I have no idea, right? I mean, look, music is there to do many things, right? Yeah. Was it interesting? It was definitely interesting. Was it unique? Oh, fuck me, God. Yes, it was completely unique and unlike anything I've ever seen before. Was it memorable? Completely memorable. Yeah. Very, like I won't forget that in a hurry. <laughs> or was it good? Well, I mean, if all those things make something good, then yeah, I guess it was kind of good. If you can sort of go like, oh, 
kind of freeform jazz and av- and anal cunt and like flying lotus mixed with like a, a fucking kids karaoke party cd played by blake's in clown's mask yeah i suppose that is memorable enough for you to be like well you know what you wanted to get my attention if their intention is to get your attention they did it they absolutely did it i don't think there's much people will go oh, you don't understand oh, it's this and that and I, they don't have any songs as, as far as i could tell they don't have any kind of like you know i i, I like mr bungle as we discussed but then i like mr bungle but the best Mr. Bungle album is California, where they write some songs. Yeah, I like 100 Gex. Now their second album has come out. Like I don't really care much for the first album, which is like quite a lot of dicking about. I've said this about the kind of hyper pop thing a lot before. It's like I don't think at this point I'm that impressed by the fact that you could make a load of random weird noise. I'd be more impressed if you could make a song out of it. And if Clowncore were to go and write to take this form that they've created and write songs that I've I, I found memorable, I might go, oh yeah, great. This is actually quite good. And they might do, you never know. They might try and do that. They might, alternatively, have absolutely zero interest in doing that whatsoever. And it might all be like this kind of troll thing. I mean, halfway through, they stopped and they did a thing that said reviews. It just said reviews on the screen. And they showed like five minutes of people on YouTube reacting to their videos and reacting to their songs going oh what the fuck what the fuck oh fuck so they kind of know and they're also playing up to the fact that they're like oh look at us we're mad we are we're kind of and the kind of there was a lot of wackiness going on like there were a lot of people in rick and morty merch who would like they'd go like and they'd go <laughs> the bloke next to me mm. literally laughing at everything oh. like they'd get the sax bit and go <laughs> and he'd be going <laughs> and I was like have you never heard a fucking like if you were three right yeah. and you'd heard a trumpet for the first time you'd probably think it's quite funny yeah. right you're 35 mate you're 35 wearing a South Park t-shirt like yeah. you've heard a trumpet mate it's not funny no. like I didn't so I was sort of drawn on this band. They are, I'd be really interested if you haven't heard them or if you have heard them and you like them, I would be really interested to sort of hear what you think about them. Cause I think there is a, they're a meme basically. They're, they're a meme band. They're the, I, I can't see how this can have any sort of genuine longevity, like in terms of playing to that many people. I just, I just don't see it. Do you know what I mean? I can't imagine how that will happen and i think if they took the clown noises away and they took all the stuff away took the clown stuff off and they just made that music and they put it out into the world they'd be playing the black heart i reckon but i think like having said all that they only get away with it at all really by because they do put that stuff on because they do put the clown mask on. They, they've created this kind of world where they're these two. Like the person who put me on the guest list for it mm. was called Business Clown. So they're all like clown people in there. Oh, yeah. You don't know who they are. So they've created a kind of universe around it all. Now, uh, I don't know. I, I don't really know. Like, is it art or is it just fucking wacky nonsense? I don't know. 
The answer is mm. I don't really know. But I did sort of find myself halfway through going, at some points I was really engaged in it and I was like, this is madness. This is manic. Look at what the fuck. Like they have, you know, there's one bit where they kind of juxtaposed human flesh and intestines being sort of cut open and torn apart with like a lasagna being picked up but like cut up and a you know spaghetti bolognese and a burger being squeezed and chips being taken out and you and, and they'd like cut between all of those things at once so and i was like hmm, it does feel like there's some sort of purpose here like they're saying you know like you like they were using kind of food porn mixed with like kind of grotesque images of the human body and i thought there was something I, for a minute I went oh there is actually something quite interesting happening here maybe they're not just like trolling us all but then they just do five minutes of dogs fucking each other and then they'd have one of them pissing against pissing blood against a wall and I'd go I know maybe they are trolling us like, I can't really work it out can't really work it out basically but let me tell you this if they're playing at a festival that you're going to go and watch them because you want to see people who don't know who they are watching them, right? Yeah. Because that would be interesting. It was fucking weird, mate. It's the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. It sounds it. I, I'm, I've never been <clears throat> a fan at all of any of that kind of wacky <laughs> shtick. Because unfortunately, as you've kind of, you know, very wonderfully kind of described wacky shit attracts people in South Park t-shirts and I, I really don't have any time for those sort of pricks in my life it's, it's those sort of pricks was the reason why I kind of stopped DJing clubs for years mm. yeah. yeah but they, they, they do, you, did. do you think I they're going to play a lot of like... do you think they sound like a perfect band for download 24 to be fair no no uh, no, 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 no not even no, on like no, fourth stage no or, no no i can't i mean they're, too, they're like even by but like it, who, it's too weird who, who were you there were, were you there as as a punter or were you there reviewing reviewing the hammer the metal hammer yeah. fuck off really i know there's that i don't where's even think hype? they're a metal where band is, metal or not right where has this fucking hype come from they fucking played the forum, man. I'm, I'm assuming it was like it was packed. I bet it was packed. It was. It was about. I would say just over three quarters full. I was on the balcony. The balcony was half full, but downstairs, and people were losing their fucking mind downstairs. They're going absolutely mental. What age? Look in their thirties and stuff. Like uh, people in right. their thirties. Okay. The sort sort of people that hang around Gans Workshop. That sort of people. Yeah, it was terribly yeah. judgmental. Like I say, there's a lot of people in Rick and Morty. Yeah. Merch. Right. And I don't think the guys in that band, I think they, they I fear they might have looked out into the crowd and gone, what have we done? <laughs> Do you know it's what I mean? It's gone too far, like, like, it's, just meant, it's, it's gone too it far. It wasn't meant to like this. To be a, it's meant to be a joke. Yeah. It's meant to just weird people out. And actually now we've just got a load of people going, Timmy, before we come on. Oh, stuff. You know oh I mean? no. Oh no. But, oh. um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, mate. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't think that many people seem to be taking it really super seriously, but it was like, yeah. yeah but seriously was... or not, there, were, there was a lot of people getting off on it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like the guy next to me who found everything hilarious, like he, he knew all the... And the things we could tell, they're both really good 
musicians as well because some of the rhythmic shifts and some of the like stops and starts and stuff mm. were were like very very impressive very very impressive like i don't know man i just was like uh how much of this do i want to listen to and the answer is they finished after about 45 minutes and the screen came up and it said please leave thank you for your thank you for your money that was how it ended and again like i was like oh that's quite amusing that's quite funny like it's the funniest thing ever and it's yeah. like look just because they're dressed as fucking clowns don't have to they did a song where they were talking about calzoni fold my pe don't do not fold my pizza over calzoni is a like they had the words bounce along on the thing on screen right. and i was like oh that's a bit wacky that. that's a bit too right too wacky so i don't know like on one hand <laughs> i can't wait to read fair play i can't wait to re read your review and hammer i can't wait. <laughs> i only got 200 oh, words so me. i couldn't say hardly any of that you've got more than you ever could have imagined it. i didn't get to go into the minutiae of like mm. the thing is i don't really want to shit on it and be like mm, and sort of sneer on it because I think they're obviously very, very talented musicians. Yeah. I think this is just a total piss take, which has got completely out of, out of hands. Control. Yeah, it's got out of hands. And they have created this thing and suddenly they're like, oh, oh. And I think you go to gawp at it. You go to go, oh, what's this? Oh, God. Oh. And then it's ended up being <laughs> this really big thing. So I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. It's just I've said weird a lot and I've got to stop saying weird. I'm going to change weird. I'm going to stop that. That's clowncore, they're called. Two words. If you're going to Google them. I'm going to go from weird to very, very good. My album of last month, you liked it as well. Famous oh, Last yeah. Words by Cassie Dead. Wonderful. As soon as we finished recording last night, last night, last week, I should say, I nipped off to Coco, went to see Cassie's Dead. Wonderful. And it was great. Packed at Coco. What I will say, one thing I will say, not a very nice group of people who attended that con it was quite oh, a horrible i can see that i, I can see that oh do you know yeah. do you know what i was thinking that when when we finished recording and i know you were tootling off down you know up to, up to the smoke i know you're already in the smoke weren't you um mm. you know you going up to canada or whatever i was thinking i was like oh there's gonna be some nasty cunts in that fucking audience. well the thing is i've always been really very quick to go well no, i don't judge people just because of what they like and da, 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 and all that and i've always sort of said you know like I, i've been to reading i've never seen any trouble at reading it's always been perfectly nice you know i've been to see i've seen dave and kendrick and like the different hip-hop clipping and stuff like that cassis dead did have that there were a few fights there were a few quite aggressive looking people like it was but it was manic like i went and stood sort of you know to one side of the thing and he came on his mask that he wears i think we mentioned last week but he wears a mask it's sort of sid wilson-esque mask right sid wilson's got that mask i remember just like a face and it looks so hot he had it on throughout the whole the whole thing oh. that and sunglasses and i was like fucking hell that you must be boiling yeah. that because it's really hot in coco really really hot and he but he was fucking great he basically played the whole of the 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 album the first album which is number seven in the uk album charts wow went in at number seven on the uk album charts beaten knocked from sixth place at the last minute by olivia rodrigo he had a little pop at olivia rodrigo on stage actually <laughs> cass is dead he had a little pop at olivia rodrigo and i was like whoa 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 let's not let's not bring olivia rodrigo into this she's good um but he was really good like like he's he's got for someone who you can't see any of their face at all 
He's got a lot of charisma and the shit he says in between songs is really good. His flow, I think, like we said with the album last week, is incredibly impressive. And I heard some of his older stuff, which I'd never heard before that he did. And people were going off, man. It was like a biohazard show. There was like stage divers and Brilliant. crowd surfing and circle pits. And it all the way to the back. So I moved to the back by the bar at one point and I was like, someone's about to punch me in the face. It was really, really cool. Really, really exciting. His, like, his flow, his cadence... It was on point, the whole thing. Those songs sound amazing. I sent you a little clip of Pineapple Juice, um, which was fucking great, man. And also, Gigs came out at one point, did a song. Oh, wow. I know, right? It's crazy. It's like, oh, fuck me, there's Gigs. Like, he just walked out about six or seven songs in. Really, really good. I won't go too deep into it because we've already done 45 minutes and we haven't even, haven't even got to the main bits. No. <laughs> Plural. Yeah. So I will say, you know, having spoken about him last week, all the stuff that I really, really liked about him on record, it translates very well. I think hip hop is a thing which, you know, like I say, famously can be a bit hit and miss live. Yeah. This was a hit for me. Cass is dead. Really good. Right. Um, okay. Let's do the thing that we moaned about a couple of weeks ago when I said I don't want to be part of the discourse of download. Download XXI. Download 21. Ah, why have they called it that? Download 2024, isn't it? I thought it was Liquid Death Presents Download. It is Liquid Death Presents Download. What is is Liquid Death? It's water, mate. It's water. Right. Is it like Peckham Spring? (laughs) (laughs) It may well be. I mean, I've had liquid death. You don't feel any cooler. Yeah, it was at Reading and it's in a can. I'm just like, I don't want a can of water. I don't want a can of water. I'm not embarrassed to drink water. Who's embarrassed to drink water that you have to put in a can? It's an essential life tool, really. It is. Aqua Vita, the water of life. No, that's something else, isn't it? Um... It is. <laughs> I, I I don't need it in a can. I'm happy to have a, a bottle. Yeah. Or just a tap. It's weird. Just, 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 I don't know, some more taps at festivals would be nice. You know? That'd be good as well. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, just access to it, one of life's essential needs. Uh, needs. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, download XXI, download 2024, has announced a big old load of bands. And mm. we will talk about it because at the very least out of nowhere it is at least got a few talking points on it right yeah definitely it's going to be headlined by queens of stone age fallout boy and avenge sevenfold two new headliners two new headliners at download festival i believe since the first time since 2010 oh wow i believe fuck me yeah wow imagine that Mm. that's where we are Queens of Stone Age, let's start with them. Okay. Because I think this is the one that maybe, even though I like them, sort of maybe feels like the most underwhelming one in terms of a headliner, I think. They've headlined the second stage at Glastonbury last year, Mm. or this year, as we speak, actually. And they've done a bunch of sub-headlinings over the... And the dual headlining at Reading as well. Yeah, with Paramore, wasn't it, yeah. Paramore, but I don't really know what they've done as a band to sort of justify a jump up in that period. Not a lot, really. I guess they're just a band whose name has got bigger. 
Mm. Having said that, I quite like Queens of Stone Age. I think they're good. Yeah. That that Glastonbury set was superb. Yeah, it was it actually. Was, it, it was great. It was really good. And uh, mm. I mean, you know, Josh Hummel is just a, one of the coolest motherfuckers. He's, he's an amazing front man, regardless of mm. what you think of their material from the last you know, 15, 20 plus years. When they play anything from those first two albums, it, go, it fucking goes off. Yeah. So. I mean, look, there's no getting around it. They are a significantly smaller band than Metallica, Maiden, basically Ramstein, <laughs> Slipknot, whatever you're going to put in there. They are. Yeah. They are. But I think they still, you know, you get them and there's mm. no one else and they're going to headline. I think that's maybe what's happened here this year. Yeah. Fallout Boy. Again, another new headliner. Um, I actually don't mind. I slag off Fallout Boy because what an easy target they are. But I actually quite like uh, From Under the Cork Tree yeah. as an album. Yeah. I think it's quite a good I, album. I got rinsed by my girlfriend about that a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. I'll happily fight the corner for From Under the Cork Tree. When yeah. I first heard those singles, Sugar We're Going Down, especially Dance Sugar We're Going Dance, Down, Dance, Dance, Dance Man. It's great, and that field will fucking go off when that when any of those. Oh, this ain't a scene. It's a goddamn ass face, you know, and all yep. that. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, they play any of those, any of the hits. It will absolutely go off. They'll have a fucking big crowd. And like, as much as I kind of. Um, of slagged off Andy Copping in the past for not taking risks and he's finally implemented something for next year's download that he should have started well over 10 years ago well yeah this is but he's also he's also now grabbing the Reading crowd because Reading won't put these bands on anymore we both know that Reading has gone somewhere else completely different and that's all yeah and that's awesome right that's fucking great but there are still people that went to Reading that want to see the pop punk or like the kind of like alternative rock stuff. And now Download is going to be picking up that crowd. That crowd now has somewhere to go where they can see Sum 41 and Fallout Boy and Queens and Royal Blood. These sort of bands, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think that's that's fair. I think that's fair to say. I mean, yeah, it's like it's people who are saying, "Oh, it looks like a Reading lineup." Well, it looks like a Reading lineup from two thousand and nine, maybe, <laughs> but it doesn't look like it doesn't look like a Reading lineup that could be potentially be no. any. And and it doesn't even look like a Reading lineup from two thousand and nine. If you think you're getting Thy Art Is Murder on, <laughs> and you know High Lung on at Reading, you're not yeah. right but we are getting like, we, are, for, we are getting Hoover's tank though so that's all good we are getting Hoover's tank thank god <laughs> and <right>? 311 <laughs> I mean look I don't want to watch Fallout Boy I've always found them to be I do quite like that album but I've always found them to be like a little bit cynical I think yeah, I've got a real problem with their covers their cover of Beat It their oh, cover of Ghostbusters their cover we of, didn't start the fire oh, fuck off somebody. no oh, I'm, god, I'm, that's I'm not having about that, that. it doesn't even fucking scan to start with I'm not having no, it's it it's terrible I'm not having it it's ridiculous awful. but look he, I guess the problem is Fallout Boy. You, you would like to think if they started with these bands, with it, because this is essentially really are they the first sort of pop punk headliner? Yeah, I guess MCR headlined it back in the day, but in the kind of era that we're talking about, they're basically like the first pop punk headliner, right, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, 
yeah for, for a very very long yeah. time so you would have liked to think that were they to do that oh i suppose offspring have headlined it in 2008 <sighs> oh but, yeah of course yeah but they're skate yeah punk that's these not days, pop punk actually they're, they're clearly yeah, skate punk steven Mm. yeah sorry yeah Ooh. i i, I see i think right fallout boy right is a carrot dangler if that's the day if they get the biggest crowds of the headliners which i think they will right out of the, out of the three headliners right i think that that is going. they're basically using fallout boy as a dry run for getting green day in 2025 that's all blink that's my but thinking. that's my thinking but Green Day are touring this year, and I just think if you can get Green Day, you're going to get Green Day. Yeah, I also think maybe you're not going to go. No, hold on, no, 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 we won't get Green Day. We'll get Fallout Boy first. No, 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 no. Yeah, but... if you can get Green Day, you're going to get. They wouldn't have. So the, I, I don't doubt for a second that they ask Green Day. I don't doubt oh, that for a second. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I but, also think they uh, spunked all their money last year doing the four day festival and paying Metallica twice. Possibly, but then I also think when you look at who could have headlined this year, I mean, ACDC, for whatever reason, just don't appear like they want to do festivals and they're not doing this. Yeah. So, you know, like they didn't want to do it in 2010. So they, I'm not that surprised no, that they're no, not doing this no. one. Rage Against Machine, as Tom Morello said during their induction speech into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they're not an active band anymore, which is a real bummer mm. because, you know, I would like to have seen them you know, and COVID obviously fucked that up in a lot of ways, yeah. but, and then Zach's injury is also doubly kind of fucked it up. I don't think System are doing anything really at the moment. I think obviously Green Day are going to go and do their own stadium tour. And if you said to a band like Green Day or Foo Fighters, like um, who are also doing their own stadium tour, you know, you can do this and make a load of fucking money, make loads of money, or you can do a festival. I think Green Day, I think all of those bands, I mean, again, this is something I've said a bunch of times over the years, so I feel like I'm doing exactly the same thing as I said I was going to do. And I did warn you that I was going to do it on the A to Z of Atrocities uh, episode. But Green Day, Foo Fighters, um, Blink-182, those bands have a sort of history with Reading. And even though Reading has moved on, they don't know or care that. Like, Regent's Machine probably didn't know that when they agreed to do Reading. No. Have they done Reading a couple? You know, they've done Reading a bunch of times before. They come back to do UK festivals. Where are they going to do? They're going to do the place that they like. They have a lot of memories with. Dave Grohl's been very, very open about how much he likes Reading Festival. So you would imagine, were Foo Fighters to come back, they'd probably do, and then do a festival, they'd probably do Reading. They don't have this relationship with the festival in the same way that Iron Maiden have this thing with Donington. And the bands that do yeah. from that era, Trivium, Bullet, uh, Kill Switch Engage, those bands that have had those big Donington moments in the download era. So I suppose, you know, Slipknot and Avenge would be two that do go, oh yeah, Donington. But I don't think any of those bands have that relationship with Donington. It's not special to them. No, but That's not going to be enough of a carrot to pull them in. And then you look at someone like My Chemical Romance who have headlined it once and got bottled off stage. Mm. I think a lot of them go... It's just not really our sort of festival. No, but I also think that I don't think those bands that you were saying, Blink, etc. I'd be very surprised if they get booked for Reading again. I don't think Reading's going to go down that route at all. Now. I I don't know. I think there are certain artists in the world that transcend a Reading crowd, and they are just kind of like you. You you know you could have said that about the Killers. You know, I yeah. would think like yeah, true. Kill, when when you when you look at a, a main stage lineup from the year before of Dave 
and the 1975 and you know oh, arctic monkeys you know like bands like art i think i think foo fighters and blink and green day sit in a category alongside bands like arctic monkeys muse kasabian yeah i suppose you know i just said foo fighters the killers kings of leon bands like that who are just perennially massive and could get booked for any festival and i think those those bands reading would still book them i feel like reading would still book them it's when you start looking underneath that it's when you like would reading book pearl jam absolutely not no not anymore absolutely pumpkins. not what no. what would be the point pumpkins absolutely no. not nine inch nails no. absolutely not no. avenge no. no no they wouldn't paramore yes i think they would book paramore bring me yes i think they would book bring me well they did didn't they not so long back but i really i really don't see i suppose biffy as well biffy like actually managed to do it a little while ago didn't they biffy liam gallagher mm. that kind of thing those bands that have that massive massive sort of mainstream cachet i think they can book i think when you start looking at the other bands that that used to have that but don't so much anymore like reading aren't booking alice in chains anymore do you know what <laughs> I mean? no like that's just not gonna fucking happen they're not booking no. death tones anymore no. like i just don't think it's gonna happen i think they'd be mad to do it because those bands don't have any kind of currency within that youthful demographic whereas i think fallout boy do yeah, true. You know, I think Fallout Boy, Fallout Boy have done a song with Taylor Swift. They got yeah. Kardashian in one of their videos. Yeah. Like that alone, <laughs> sort yeah. of means that they're going to be continually relevant. And anyway, so but I, th- you know, I I've got no problem with Fallout Boy no. playing. Like I don't like them really, but I've got no problem with them playing. Whatever. And Avenged Sevenfold, mm. the other headliner, which I'm perfectly happy with. Yeah, like I love the new Avengers album. I am really looking forward to seeing that stuff live. I thought they were a little bit nervy on their first go at headline download in 2014. I thought they were great when they did it in 2017. Oh I want to say 17. 18? One of them. Well, they did it again. Anyway, the next time they did it, they were brilliant. Mm. And I fully expect them now. They're basically kind of locked in as a headliner at this point, I think. Yeah. And yeah i think that would be really good personally one thing i'm quite um interested um that they haven't done they've kind of they've dumped um probably for the best really the classic rock day as much as i want to see you know bands like i don't know kicks and fucking sea hags and cinderella reforming no one gives a flying fuck anymore with all those bands you know huh I don't know, you know. I mean, well, as in, I'm as in, sure. as in, to, to to kind of like, you know, do a whole day on the main stage with those bands. We've spoken about it before when they did it in two thousand nine. It seems so fresh and exciting. Mm. And and then it just what they'd like have to do increasing kind of returns from then onwards, really. Yeah, yeah, that's that is true. But I think there are a bunch of bands from that scene who do still pull a crowd in, right? Yeah. If you think about the crowd, you know, like, I mean, the, the thing is, look, if there would be people from your usual download going demographic who are probably feeling a bit pissed off today because they would have liked acdc with volbeat subbing them 
or Shinedown Subadum and Airborne yeah. and Volbeat and the Temperance Movement and Blackstone Cherry or Greta Van Fleet, yeah. whoever, right? Don't get me wrong, I wanted ACDC as well. I really want fucking ACDC yeah. to come over. But if it does happen, you know, it, I think in my heart of hearts, I knew it, well, it was never going to happen at a fucking festival. I think if ACDC do come over, and there are rumours, I mean, there's always fucking rumours, mm. it will be Wembley Stadium. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Arena, you know, biggest open air stadium in the country. Yeah, I'm, I, I would be. I would imagine that is what will happen. I don't know, but I would imagine that what is what will happen. But I always think back to 2009. It felt like you had kind of an alternative day, a metal day, and a classic rock day. And I think if they'd have followed that through, I mean, you know, back in the day as well, there, there was you know early on the chat of the indie day when they had JJ72 when Feeder headlined yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I think you know, had they have I've said this a bunch of times before, I know, yes, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did say this is what was going to happen. I did warn you that we were going to do this. I know it's boring and it's exhausting, but yes, I am going to say I wish I'd kept the indie day yeah. again. I know I didn't. Yeah, I do. And but yeah, the the idea of having a day where you have like, you know, Nine Inch Nails and Pumpkins and Alice in Chains, and then you can have some of the newer like I don't know Creeper or yeah. Milk Tooth. Milk Tooth would be one of the newer ones, but like you know whoever, mm. the Menzingers, all that kind of whatever, yeah. right? And then on the next day you have a more metal day and you get avenged with machine ed and some of the other things we're going to talk about here i think that's obviously what they're going to do and then if you could get you know the thing about those the, the newer classic rock bands none of them are big enough to headline are they no. none of them none of them no. have no like people say oh greta van fleet will be the ones to step up i mean where have they greta won't. van fleet playing they now they're, they're not even playing arenas yet are no, they? so they're not is that right are they uh i don't, I don't think no, i don't think they're wembley arena level yet I think they've done Brixton. So, but. you know, you'd be looking at a kind of a Blackstone Cherry or an Alter Bridge or something like that who only ever really been big enough to headline there. Like, could Alter Bridge step up to do it? I mean, I've, not in the same way as it. I don't think it'd be like Kiss or, you know, Def Leppard or whatever, but you'd need an endless supply of Kiss and Def Leppard and ACDC yeah. and Aerosmith. Yeah. And, those, and they're just really, they're just not really there at the moment. No. So I think when, like, to me, Queens of Stone Age are a classic rock band. They exhibit oh, yeah, all of, of the all of the stuff yeah. that a classic rock band should have. Of course, they're they're they're, they're basically like just shy of thirty years as a band. Yeah. They, call that makes me feel got, fucking old. I know, right? <laughs> they have got loads of material that people know, yeah. and it's, they basically play riffy hard rock. Like, yeah. they're a classic rock band in my eyes. Yeah. They're no different to Van Halen. They got more to do with Van Halen than the you know like Fallout Boy or Sevenfold have. Oh yeah. So I would be like, look, there's your classic rock headliner, and then you could. I don't think it'd be the end of the world if you put a bunch of bands who aren't who kind of tread the line between yeah. classic rock and alternative rock between them. You know, you you know, like say Alice in Chains and mm. whatnot. Alice in Chains would be anyway. Alice in Chains would be a great sub for Queens of the Stone Age. I think that'd be wonderful. Yeah, that'd be fucking really, really that'd good. Be wonderful. But that's not what we've got. So I'm going to also now go through the three headliners. And that's, you know, like, that. that's what it is. Let's talk about the undercard with the the bands that have a logo, which is an important thing. Ask, ask, ask Are they a logo band, Steve? Are they a logo band? Logo band. <laughs> Royal Blood, The Offspring, Machine Head, Pantera, quote-unquote, Bad Omens, Corey Taylor, While She Sleeps, Sum 41, which is the final UK festival exclusive. Mm. Oh. Oh. Billy Talent, The Used, Baby Metal, Bowling for Soup, oh. 
Heilung, Polyphia, The Heart is Murder, The Black Dali Murder, Biohazard and Fear Factory. I mean, there's some people there with logos. Oh, dear. Are jaw-dropping that that is considered a logo band yeah. in 2024. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, so you've got to assume that Royal Blood will sub Queens of Stone Age, Fallout Boy will sub The Offspring. Sorry, The Offspring will sub Fallout Boy yeah. and Machine Head will sub Avengers Sevenfold. I suppose that would be yeah. the assumption looking at that that one would make, right? Correct? I would have thought so, unless they're the second stage headliners. Well, there is a line. Maybe. There is a line. There is a literally a line drawn in the sand on the poster. So There know. is, but there's also those three and then this gap and then this big thing that says Pantera, which is right in the middle yeah. where Fallout Boy is, which makes me think Pantera will be... I keep... I keep calling them hilarious Pantera. No, it's not Pantera. It's not Pantera. Uh, no. wh- whatever that is, is this is like this Pantera union. I was thinking about this. And I was like, this is like they've been an Oasis reunion, and it's Gwigsy <laughs> and Bonehead and Jem Archer, and they've got like we've got Tony McCarroll on drums. Tony got Simon Craddock uh, on guitar, Simon and. <laughs> Brett Anderson on vocals. The guy's Oasis. It's, Oasis it's clearly Oasis. It's Oasis. It is a tribute to the Gallagher brothers. Yeah. We're paying tribute to the Gallagher <laughs> brothers by making loads of money off of their name. Yeah. And we're playing the songs that they did. I don't, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, is it? What do you mean they're the two main ones? What do you mean? I don't understand. What, no, no, this is. This is Oasis. It is. It's not. No. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so I imagine... <laughs> You know, the uh, Pantera fucking whatever that is, is going to be a second stage headliner. Yeah. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. If that Pantera union was playing in my garden, I'd close the curtains. (laughs) I do not want to see. I don't care how good it is. And I've had people telling me it's really good. It is actually really good. I have seen actual Pantera twice. I ain't going to watch that. Sorry, I'm not. I know I've said it loads of times before, but... I mean, any strong thoughts on any of that? What we've just, what I've just ranted on about, guys? Uh, I mean, I mean, blimey. I mean, Royal Blood, but yeah, kind of what I was saying earlier, earlier in regards to like Alison Chains being, for me personally, would be a great kind of sub to Queens. As much as I think Royal Blood are absolutely fucking guff. I love the first album, like like a lot of people. I was generally like, fuck. 10 year anniversary I of it know, next year. I know, I was, I was, I was like, this is Terrifying. fucking great. You know, that, that amazing, like, clip that when they were on uh, Jules Holland doing was it Little Monster or whatever you know like yeah. way back and it was like fuck it this is great and everything I've done since since then has been absolutely fucking pony but they're, they're you know that's the perfect kind of um, main support to Queens I think um, the offspring going into Fallout Boy oh, I mean you know again 30 years of Smash next year oh you're so old yeah. you're so you are old Right, I know I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, yeah, Machine Head will fucking kill it. I mean, it's their their first kind of festival in years, right? Because they stopped yeah, doing I've, festivals, didn't they? So I've only seen Machine Head at a festival same, outdoors same. once, and that was in 2012 when it was horrible and rainy, and I wouldn't really oh. want to be there. And it was a bit of a fucking wet squib, unfortunately, and they had a bit of a trouble. So yeah, Machine Head's one that I look at, yeah. and I am actually quite they'll, excited. They'll for. crush it. I mean, I, I, I th- I, was it the first or second download they played like mid afternoon? They were well down the fucking mm. bill, and it was heaving. Mm. It was yeah. it was the year of Ashes that. to end, but they opened with Imperium, and it was just like fuck me. It it was amazing. Um, yeah. yeah, Pantera, nah, just fucking racist motherfucker. 
um, bad omens. No, Corey, Corey Taylor going. Oh, there's in a pineapple. No, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Um, while she mm. sleeps, yeah. Um, I think while she sleeps would be good. Yeah, I see while she sleeps so, below some machine head will be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot, Laura, Laura fun. Laura, Laura. Are they good? Are they? Gonna be third below. Is it gonna be a Sun Forty One or Spring Fallout Boy? Because that is that make, that's pretty that, big in the that old would pop make punk world. Perfect sense, wouldn't it? And I think if yeah, I had just it? the right amount of beer, I'd probably have yeah. a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of sing along, a lot of sing alongs. And, and would and would that make Bowling for Soup go directly below Sun Forty One? Yeah, unfortunately, Christ, <laughs> that is a long. Why is that? A why? I, 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 I had no idea they were still a thing. B why are they a fucking you know, logo bands. I mean, fuck me. If Bowling for Soup, right, is 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 one of the kind of premier fucking kind of bookings for this festival, I'm like, wow. Are we witnessing, you know, the last kind of dying breaths of what used to be? Or I I think so. I I I mean, my kind of broad before we get into all of it my broad overall feelings of this is i quite like that it's different but yeah there is nothing there no. nothing special no, there. nothing ma- literally not one single thing that makes me go oh wow that's yeah. cool that's, cool. that's yeah, really that's cool different. i mean you know this whole oh it's the first pantera show in 20 years. Well, i don't care don't, i, I really don't give a fuck it's, it's not pantera, it's not 20 so. years one it's not 20 years no. it's more like 23, 23 right and yeah. Two, well, tw- twenty. It would be twenty-four when they come round, but yeah. yeah. So it's actually twenty-four. It's not twenty. And some forty-one final UK festival, like whatever, man. I don't know, whatever. Like there is nothing on here that makes me go, "Oh, that's a bit special." No, nothing. Not a single solitary thing. No. And no, I appreciate I that if you're going for your first time, there might be lots there that's quite special to you. So I'm not trying to undermine that, but equally. You know, I got kind of four, five, six years into going to download, and I still would look at it and go, "Oh bloody hell, that that will be exciting!" Oh yeah, yeah. that you know, fucking, even if it's something mental, like oh, Tenacious D have rocked up out of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? Like one year or Biffy subbing Metallica, which is actually the same same year, or you know, oh bloody hell, they got them Crooked Vultures are playing. Like that's yeah. a bit different, something I didn't expect. You, there'd always be something which I'd go, "Oh, that's a." a bit different nothing on this lineup nothing, well, nothing whilst it is very different for Donington none of the bands are different it's very it's a very 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 safe Steroset stale bill it is a bit I mean you know like you say you look at the bowling for soup as a logo band yeah Biohazard, like I, Biohazard. I, I, I really want to. See. No, I, mean, I love Biohazard. Fear Factory, I've no interest because I mean, who's fucking left in new the band now? Oh, they've got a new singer, and well, it's Dino in it. Dino yeah. in the band they've had for a while with a new singer. I mean, Fear Factory should not be a fucking logo. No, band. I love Fear Factory, but they should be a logo I'm, band. Billy, Billy Talent would be good, but again, Billy Talent are always good. Again, again I've seen Billy Talent three or four times. Yes, Billy Talent, whatever. The used. Yeah, I've seen him a bunch of times. The fucking there. used. It doesn't really the give used. a fuck anymore. They had one good song, yeah. and that was twenty-three years ago. And the only reason they got and famous because like... he he shacked up with Kelly O. Terrible yeah. band. Uh, awful that... band. Used. Terrible. Yeah, like that. Thy, Thy Art is Murder, are like a, a logo band. I just think like, 
How are they? Unless they're headlining the fourth stage or something. But like, how are they artist murder? Oh, like nice. a logo brand. It's mad. And then we'll get to all the smaller bands. These are the kind of non-logo things. I'm just going to run through these really quickly. 311, Alien Weaponry, All Them Witches, Alpha Wolf, Alt Black Era. Don't know what that is. Atreyu, Bleed From Within, Brand of Sacrifice, Calva Louise, Celestial Sanctuary, Charlotte Sands, Counterparts, Crystal Lake, Death by Romy, Defects, Delilah Bond, Dream State, Dying Fetus, Dying Wish, El fucking Elvana. Again, what like they got a massive fucking, crowd didn't they last year oh my or this god year? Po- probably fucking yeah. oh my people god. are idiots if you if you love that fucking gimmick so much elvana elvis and nirvana if you love that gimmick so much why don't you take it to its logical conclusion and sit on the toilet and shoot yourself in the head <laughs> that's what you should do error fit for a king froze mode gel halcyon Hannaby, Harper, Harriet, Holden, Absence, Huberstank, Hot Wax, Imminence, Carnival, Kelsey Carter and the Heroines, Knife Brigade, Lord of the Lost, Make Them Suffer, Missio, Noah Finnis, Oxymorons, Pest Control, Pink Shift, Rory, Royal and the Serpent, Scene Queen, Scowl, Shadow of Intent, Silverstein, Sort to Prevail, Speed Storm, The Blue Stones, Callous Dowboys, Them Damn Crows, Tiger Club, Underside, Until I Wake, Urn, Vakovi, Wargasm, and Zulu. Now, from all of that, I'm just going to say very quickly, fucking delighted for the boys in Urn yeah. to get a slot at download. I really, really hope they have a good crowd, and I hope they're not playing the fourth stage, although I assume they will be. I think Zulu will be really, really good. I would like to see Scene Queen and how she goes down in front of a download audience. I rather like the Callous, you know, I do like the Callous Dow boys a lot. Um, you know, Bleed from Within are always great. Dying Feet is a good and uh, a fun thing to watch live, I guess, and it'll become a bit of a thing. It's 10 years next year since Why Not Dying Feet is, so that's something. Scowl, I've spoken about before, like really, really good. Carnival are really good. Harriet are really good. There's a bunch of stuff there, you know, Alien Weapon Rear Cool as well. There's a bunch of stuff there which is pretty good. You know, there's a bunch of stuff that I don't know. And there's a bunch mm. of stuff which I'm not that fussed about. So, you know, it's a festival, basically. It's a fe- it's <laughs> like a every festival, festival essentially. Mm. Yeah. Anything anything for you there, guys? Uh, I mean, Hooperstank aside, obviously. Uh, all Them Witches, really, really good bands. I didn't even know they were still going, to be honest. Kind of sort of doomy with a little bit of kind of like Dire Straits kind of finger-picking guitar. They're a really good band, mm. actually. Got into them through James McMahon. I'm not allowed to say that, but he, yeah, I remember he recommended them years ago on Twitter. Um, yeah. In the good old days, Rocker Sears tweets. Uh, Tiger Cub were uh, decent. Um, 311, just because 1997 forever. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but that's, uh, obviously, yeah, Earn, obviously, fucking legends. You know, metal album of the year. Um, spoiler. A tray you for that, you just get there for the last song of their sex. It'll be the banger right side of the bed. Mm. Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I think they're crap, but I've always liked that. Always a soft spot for that song because it just reminds me of just watching Kerrang TV in about two thousand and one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, look, we'll probably talk about it again when we do the whole festival breakdown. Yeah come whenever it can't is can't wait all I hope is right that that they have in their back pocket 
hell of a fucking support card. Do you know what I mean? Hell well, of an undercard. We've seen a lot of it already. I think. I think this is you've seen most of it. Yeah. This is it. This is what it's going to be. Right. So oh. I went on Twitter actually. I asked you lot what you thought. I'm going to read through a couple of these quickly before we move on to the the real thing. Uh, let's have a look at some of them. Mike Tyler says. It's fine. Good to see two new headliners booked. When I've been the last few times, I stayed at a nearby travel lodge. Same hotel for two people with a pull-out bed. Is £728.96 from Monday to Thursday. Lineup is fine, but not worth that. It That is mental. No lineup is Fucking worth travel that. lodge. Yeah. Jesus. So that's mad. Uh, Dan Morgan says, definitely feels like a younger lineup overall, even though the headliners are 23 to 28 years old. It's very specific, Dan. I, I, I like it. Also, no real classic rock on the bill, so wonder how the deck chair mob will take that. The neon graphics feel a bit like your old uncle trying to work out word art for the first time. That is oh, Billy true. Bullet Belt seething, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um... Bradley Cassie says, I think it's a cool, good mix of bands. Queens of Stone Age are solid headliners. Lots of good bands are low on the bill, like Zulu, Gel, Scale, Speed. Also, tons of classic bands like Machine Head, Biohazard, Pantera, and Fear Factory. It's not Pantera. Great lineup. Adam says, just vote with wallets. Glad to see two new headliners, but I'm sad to see that Green Day missed out. I'll tell you what, I'm, I, I, I think I'd actually rather see Fallout Boy than see Green yeah, Day. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I really I would. Really, yeah, I've no interest in seeing really, Green Day now. Really no. hate Green Day yeah. now. Um, Tom Harvey says feels fresh enough but I wonder what the turnout and general feeling is on quote unquote Pantera yes on paper it sounds like a good booking but the reality of whatever it is makes me wonder how people feel about it or if most punters don't give a fuck and just want to hear walk live I think I think, yeah. I, I think most people that is what's they'll, they'll have they'll have one of the one of the bigger crowds of the weekends I guarantee it yeah I guarantee it yeah in, yeah I mean, someone asked George Lee, he says, wasn't blown away with it, but I think it's a positive change with downloads to shift towards a slightly younger demographic. Still seems a bit hypocritical. For the announcement video to have a download for everyone message and then go and book a band fronted by Phil Anselmo. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I mean... Yeah, yeah, you know, like... Uh, I think it was a pure, It's hard. I, I think I, it was a purely business point, a, a, a purely business booking yeah i mean you know it's one of those the, the whole thing with phil anselmo is that fest you know businesses are businesses I, i've said this before i knew they would just leave it and leave it and leave it until people until the the you know people are obviously there's a lot of people in our comments who are like how the fuck are they booking phil anselmo and i i completely get like i completely understand that of course but i do think that they have just waited they have just waited it out yeah and they're going like if we they'll eventually give up they'll eventually give up and probably most people have because i haven't seen many people no. sort of moaning about it i mean nope. my i i my problem with the pantera thing i mean maybe this makes me sound like a terrible human being but my problem with the pantera thing is the is the fact that it's pantera uh, I mean that's my foot and that's my sort of. But before we even get into Phil, I think my problem is is that I don't. It just all feels fucking icky to me. So I don't even feel like I need to have an opinion on the other stuff because you know the other stuff is obviously it's a to say like oh it's a long time ago or whatever. Mm, you know I it's it don't, yeah I, I think people are well within their rights to be like nah fuck that guy forever I think they are I think they are I mean 
I really like to give people the, the sort of benefit. I really like to try and see the good in people. I really like to try and go, I'm sure that's not that. But Phil Anselmo makes it very, very difficult in pretty much everything he does to for you to feel like that. Do you know what I mean? I, I do, I do. I, I don't, I used to really... I used to really enjoy, you know, doing a Phil Anselmo impression. I used to really love, you know, I things I, I still love Pantera. I haven't listened to Pantera for ages, but I do still love their music and I always will kind of stick up from on a musical level. But this is, you know, I, I've spoken about this a whole bunch of times. I think it's just one of those things, isn't it? Um, yeah. Anyway, Peter Stone says, I don't really understand how bands like Korn can't headline, but Queens of Stone Age can. Mm, I don't think Korn mm. can do the O2. Whereas Queens of Stone Age can have no. been for a long time I, th- I think downloads I think a lot of people have been waiting for download to do like a new metal day like I did with the classic rock day I think yeah. if they built if they if they did a jam-packed new metal day with Biscuit headlining with uh, Corn and Deftones subbing I think Biscuit are now big enough to f- well are, mm, I, no I think Biscuit probably could do the headline if yeah. you built a whole big oh, day yeah. Biscuit could definitely do it if you built a, you, that whole that whole main stage on that like Saturday or something, which is all new metal bands from that era. Spine yeah. shank to open. Well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> um, he also says, Peter also says, I'm not sure what's happened to raise both their profile and Fallout Boys to headliner. I don't either, but it's just one of those things. Bands just get big. I mean, it's the thing, this yeah. is like, it's really hard to tell how and why bands profiles raise now like it's really hard to tell how big bands are uh he says but i don't bit the festival and it's good to see new headliners feels a bit 2008 to me though yeah it, it kind of does a bit yeah. um there are loads of other ones lots of people being pretty happy with it most people seem like they're kind of okay with it and they're either happy to see you know yeah new headliners they're happy to see one of the headliners they're happy with a couple of the headliners they're just glad that there is something a little bit different going on so yeah. you know there you go joshua crawley i'm going to end on this one bring it plus bring it through new headliners minus charging the same as they did for four days that's bullshit really minus, book, oh. minus booking elvana for two years in a row minus being the only uk gig for pantera minus could have used a stronger repeat headliner than Avenged sevenfold i'll be in copenhagen watching metallica either way i think we're going to see just how different because a lot of other things happening around that time there so are. certainly will be interesting to see how download kind of copes with yeah. this year mm. it will be interesting it will anyway there you go god that was a long old fucking chat about this sorry mate i went on no no it's, it's interesting we anyway, both had things to say going to- we both have things to say. So we, we're going to play a wonderful game called Who's Your Daddy? We're not going to play Who's Your Daddy? What to do? <laughs> I've called it Guess the Terrible Review in my notes. I think nice. that's a fucking awful name. Awful. But Adam and I actually have stolen this off of a movie podcast I listen to where they take reviews. You can get reviews. We've taken reviews. I've gone on Google. I've gone on Amazon.co.uk. I've gone on RateYourMusic.com and I found some one-star reviews from users of some of the most definitive all-time undeniable classic albums ever made right okay and gaz hello your goal and i'm going to give we're going to tally them up i'm going to give them a score at the end okay i've got 20 albums i've actually got 21 i got a bonus i've got 20 I've got albums bonus. and a bonus <laughs> album i've got a bonus right. bonus right. question as well all right so 
from the user reviews from mad people and bearing in mind these albums are all these aren't albums that i just like or that i know gaz likes these are all time the best universally considered all that acclaimed right. across the board greatest albums ever made okay. that all have one star reviews by someone so let's start with this one from henry skentos his one star review of this album says bruh this album is so overrated like dude it's just sound i mean that's every album isn't it well Every album yeah, is sound, sound isn't it? And noise. Every yeah. sounds and noises, aren't they? Yeah. Going, I bought this album and I couldn't taste anything. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I licked it. I licked the CD. Brilliant. It just tasted like plastic. Brilliant. I bought the lemon jelly album and it didn't taste anything <laughs> like lemon jelly. It didn't taste Rubbish. like lemon or jelly. <laughs> like, dude, it's just sound. If you want a good 60s, 70s band that does not make drug music, listen to the Beatles. Bad record. There you go. That's the review. Do you want to hear it again? A little bit quicker? Uh, just for, just a, just give, you mull it over? Give me the last half again. Okay. If you want a good 60s, 70s band that does not make drug music, listen to the Beatles. Bad records. Okay. One, my initial reaction was like, oh, okay, he's talking about the Beatles, but he's not talking about the Beatles. Obviously. He's not talking about the Beatles. Okay. He's not. 60s, no. 70s, 60s slash 70s band. Remember, not a, a band that does not make... Well... This is a band that does make drug does music. Make drug music. Not like the Beatles, who definitely didn't no, make they drug didn't. music. They were, Remember? They, were, they definitely They were never essentially did that. minor threat. You know. They were, yeah. They, they were. They were They were Earth Crisis, weren't they, the Beatles? <laughs> John Lennon going around like, I've seen you eating a hamburger, mother, scratching an X in their back. Uh, okay. Uh, drug music. Uh, I think you should put that bitter down, actually, <laughs> if you come to see me. Have this X carved in your neck, you fucker. And it's good McCarthy, mate. Thank you. Was I was it? meant to be Ringo. Oh, was it? Nah, oh, it wasn't. No. no, 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 it wasn't. Thomas is no. <laughs> uh, Okay, drug music, 60s, 70s band. Pink Floyd. Oh, what album? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing... Uh, the Dark Side of the Moon. You are one for one, mate. Yeah, boy. <laughs> you are one for one. What a good start. What well, a good start it, now. Know, it is the ultimate drug album. Have you ever done that thing? What, put it on with the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. No, I haven't, no. No? Wow. Oh. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Like, I should oh. definitely have done that. Well, you haven't put, you haven't, well, you haven't, you haven't fucking, done that weird drug son. thing. Is it, have you? Yes. Because I was, you know. And what's it like? It was amazing. I, well, I was about 20, you know, right. had a bifter about as long as my arm. Okay. And someone was like, yeah, we should, you know, did that mm. thing. And Now, know. here's what I'm going to say. I don't want to diminish your, I don't want to, I don't want to what it, the kids would say, I don't want to like deny your truth. Yeah. But <laughs> is it not just that the Dark Side of the Moon is really good? Yeah. And The Wizard of Oz is really good. I think The Wizard of and Oz is really overrated. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm not having it. That's my. I can't remember what he says, but that's my. Anyway, let's move on. You got it right, mate. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. One for one. Okay. Do I get two points for that then? Because I got artist and album. No. 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 Oh. Oh, go on then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. (laughs) Well, it's going to make it harder to tally up at the end, isn't it? I mean, you'll get all of them. I think. Okay. Okay. Okay, this one's a bit harder because it doesn't actually say anything about the album, right? And there are a few that are like this. Right. 
So it's going to, but you're going to have to kind of just guess. Okay. Okay. There's a slight clue there. Okay. Jerry Donaghy says, I did not like anything about this album. No. He's put an N on the end of album. Oh. Waste of money. If it's not country, it's not music. Now, this is famously not a country album. Obviously. Right. It's not, it's if, very, very famously it, not a country album. So, ergo, Jerry. If you don't like anything that isn't country music, mm. this is on you for buying something that is famously not country music. This is like me going, I only like rom-coms oh, and I bought Nightmare on Elm Street and what the fuck? What's it's, got, it's not funny or romantic. So so he's saying it's not a country album. Did he buy it? Ex- not a so he bought it expecting it to be a country album. Is that what we're saying? Well, well I don't think he would. I can't see how he would. What I would was say it an is there is... That, that was kind of linked to country music before this? No, not really. No? Oh, that, no, that's a red herring. Something, yeah. it's, got, it's a bit of, it is a bit of a red herring, but it's also, it's got something which is, there's something sort of, uh, it's not really country, but I guess more kind of folksy, gypsy about it. You say gypsy these days? I don't even no. know if you're allowed to say that anymore. No, well, really back not. then they would have right. they would have called it in context. You know, like, yeah. Yes, in context. In context. <sighs> I'm going to give you a clue. Please do. This is an extra bonus bonus clue from okay. another review I found. Oh, okay. From someone called Mr. J, who said, "Bought this album after being told how good it is." Well, what is all the fuss about? It has two standout tracks on it: that song and that song but the rest is just boring tracks shared among different lead singers this singer whose name i can't tell you sounds like drowning like a drowning waxwork dummy in the air warbling out of her mouth for one final breath different singers was it was there a different singer on each song on every song i don't think in every song but there's quite a few different vocalists in this collective how many Three. Oh, okay. Three different singers. Yeah. Or maybe even four, actually. No, three. <laughs> this gypsy thing you were saying about... Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Can you give me one last clue? I'm struggling here. It's hard, mate. This is a hard, hard one. Yeah, this, this, is, is, this, this is, is a, It's a hard one because well, it's they, a vague... We, we, you know when you kind of redacted those song titles? Can you give me a song mm-hmm. title? You'll get it in a second if I give you a song title. I'll give you one. I mean, okay. two, both of the Dreams. Dreams. I'll come. Dreams. See, my initial reaction was, oh, what the cause? But it's not the cause, is it? It's Fleetwood Mac. (laughs) Yeah, it's Fleetwood Mac. Because you said three singers, and I was like, oh, the three sisters. (laughs) (laughs) What fucking cause album is considered an all-time legendary Talk talk on corners. Come on, mate. It's a banger. Oh, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) And and especially because of the whole gypsy thing. I was like, oh, that's a bit racist. Yeah. Okay. See, that's funny. When he first said the Jits thing, I was just like, oh, what? I was thinking, oh, Stevie Nicks. But yeah. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac Rumours. It's Fleetwood Mac Rumours, yeah. I'm not sure I can give you that. No. Uh, I don't think you can. Uh, I don't think you can. This is another... 
<laughs> this is another hard one, actually, mate. Right. R. Appleby says, very disappointed. Although I think you might get this because I think you'll oh, go, that's, right, okay. That's a lot of pressure, mate. No, I think you might do. Okay. R. Appleby. R. R. Appleby. It's R. Appleby. Says he or she or they, I don't know who it is. Says, very disappointed with this. You get the whole album as one file, so you are not able to select or listen to the individual tracks. I know it's cheap at 59p, but it's essentially useless in this form. So, one track was was sleep, obviously, right? (laughs) Dope Smoker. (laughs) No, mate, you're you're way off. I'm thinking about an, an absolute that was like all time yeah yeah, yeah I know. an all time what like, really super famous album on, on one track all on one track all on one track yeah not one song but i believe the cd does come as one single track and you would want to listen to this in its entirety you wouldn't want this is what's ridiculous about this yeah. is that you wouldn't want to skip it because this artist this is to be listened to in to sit down and listen to in full complete journey, you yeah. know it you know it, and you re- and um, you definitely like this. I probably artist. own it. Um, you definitely own it. You definitely own it. One, one kind of continuous kind of movement. Um, it's a bargain yeah. for fifty nine p. He's giving it one star for fifty nine p. What you what? Yeah, a whole album for fifty nine pence. <laughs> and it's an all t- and it and it's it's yeah, it's an absolute all time classic. So the whole album is like one kind of continuous thing. Yeah. Like linear kind of story throughout. Um, Have the songs kind of been dispersed with what? Like dialogue or? No, no, no. Nothing, no? I'll give you a clue. It's something, a type of music that you are much more au fait with than I am. Jazz. There you go. There's There's the clue. Okay. Well, like the I'm, bit... I'm going to go for the biggest jazz album of all time. Then a kind of blue, Miles Davis. It is a kind of blue. Yeah. But yeah. Why would you want to skip anything on that? You're going for 59p. I, 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 to be fucker. fair, what I think he's moaning about is I, I think because it, it isn't a continuous piece of music. I think he's probably talking about the opening track, which is the most famous jazz song I've written. So what? Which is about fifteen minutes long. Yeah, but I don't understand what he, like what. Why doesn't he sit down and listen to it? Exactly. And then he'd realise that I don't really need to pick bits out of this. I need. I should really be listening. Yeah, you to should it be. You should damn well listen idiot. to the whole fucking thing. Of course you should. So anyway, there you go. What's you've got. You've got. Well, that's that's two out of three. Or ain't bad. Or or four out of six, I suppose. Right, yeah. Gus the cat. You'll like this one, mate. Oh. Possibly the most overrated album ever. Thankfully blown away by Britpop and now merely a faded memory in England at least. That is not true, by the way. I never really understood why it was ever that this was popular in the first place. The Lemonheads and Dinosaur Jr. were far more talented and didn't whine half as much. <laughs> Brilliant. It sounds like, this sounds like it could have been written by me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Dinosaur Junior were far better than ninety nine percent of other bands in that era. Okay, so we're talking about that. It's a band from that era. Mm-hmm. So what was it? Bl- blown away by Britpop? Did you say? Blown away by Britpop, which is just, just, just such a weird thing to say. Is he talking? Is it Smashing Pumpkins? No. Ballpark. 
same sort of ballpark? It, it's roughly in the same ballpark, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blown away by Britpop and Dancehall Junior and Lemonheads were better and much less whining or something. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nirvana? Is it? It is Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely written by me then. <laughs> Shut up, Kirk. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Kirk? Listen, uh, Kirk. Well, Kirk? Kirk. What the Kirk. whatever his bloody name is <laughs> okay so go on what Nirvana album was it though never mind it was never mind never mind what a fucking weird thing to say it was oh uh, no one ever remembers Nirvana anymore no what thank god for that for, for, space came along yeah space came thank along thank god ocean colour scene fucking made everyone forget about yeah. Nirvana cooler shaker and space came along and we, ne- we just never heard from Nirvana again Thank God Thank for God. the seahorses. I never thought I'd be so grateful for. Absolutely mad shit. That is what amazing. a mad thing to say. That is amazing. Fucking mad. <laughs> anyway, this one is a little bit harder, oh. right? Um, a little bit harder. NN on Google NN. said the worst album ever created. Some background music at best, and then <laughs> this is the kicker: Taylor outsold him. So. Somebody is just bringing up, randomly bringing up Taylor Swift. Right. As having sold more records than this. And this is the sort of thing Taylor Swift does to, Taylor's fans do to kind of any artist. But this is like, I I don't even think, again, Taylor Swift feels like a bit of a red herring. Because Taylor Swift, I don't think has even ever spoken. I don't think these two people have ever even spoken about each other, even in passing ever, as far as I'm aware. (laughs) But they're from the same era, sort of thing. Right. Okay. So it's it's in the last what, like ten, fifteen years. It's in the last. It it's in the last. Yeah, in the last ten years. Okay. Solo artist or band? Solo artist. You think of like a really, really massive, like critically acclaimed male or female? Like, male like absolutely critically acclaimed sort of album of the decades potential album kind of acclaim that it has received over the years really big play along at home by the way yeah please yeah hope you are all playing along at home post your post your your results yeah no cheating (laughs) no cheating cheating. (laughs) don't be have to be you have to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Otherwise, you're only cheating yourself, only aren't you? yourself, exactly. I won't, I won't be angry. I'll just be disappointed. <laughs> exactly. Worse. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of anyone? I just keep on thinking of, like, fucking... I, British or American? American. Right. American male solo artist. Solo artist in the last 10 years. In the last 10 years. release. Has been going for years, longer? Has been going for a bit longer, yeah. A bit longer. Okay. A bit longer. But this is like his absolute masterpiece. I reckon people will have got it Spring, from that. Springsteen? No, 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 no. Right. Think of someone, I mean, think of someone much more kind of current. Uh, I don't know, man. The other ones I'm thinking are like, like English. Okay. Well, yeah. it was To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, my God. <laughs> The worst album ever created. Yeah, of course it is. Rubbish. Definitely. Whatever happened to Kendrick? <laughs> no, absolutely awful. Right, Lone Wolf. This is a good one. 
says of this record, it's rubbish. Just more dross from the squeaky voiced gnome. It's a squeaky voiced gnome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who, if you were being incredibly unkind and a bit silly, would you call a squeaky voiced gnome? Are they are they a a person of the A diminutive size? person, yes. Yeah, diminutive. That's the word. Yeah. Thank you. Um, diminutive Udo Dirk Schneider <laughs> and his classic album Metal Heart from 1985 <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> uh, definitely yeah uh, no no oh, you you boom. couldn't be much you couldn't be much further away when you say it. okay Dirk. what era are we talking the eight this but this album came out in the 80s okay Madonna nope no, you're you're in the right sort of ballpark. Prince, Super, Prince, and the album is it an eighties album? It is. Oh, Purple Rain then. It's Purple Rain. What a prick! It's it's, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's just more dross. Dross. More dross. Purple fucking rain. I think he's getting. I think he's getting uh, Purple Rain confused with like fucking what was it? The Black Album or Come. One of the god awful like mid nineties ones he did to get himself out of the contract. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely fucking That's unbelievable. Outrageous. These sort yeah. of people should have their ears taken away from them. It's a privilege. <laughs> these right on the side of your head, these are what I call a privilege, right? Yeah. Do use not, them wisely. Yeah, do not fucking abuse them, you twat. Right? Mm. Oh the Imagine people. Imagine giving Purple Rain one. I, I, unbelievable. Imagine unbelievable. thinking Purple Rain was shit. Just imagine that. Mm. Uh, Ridiculous. Sort of people who wear right. South Park t-shirts, isn't it, really? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one actually is a three-star review, but I just found the, the sort of reason for it a bit funny, so I've, I've added it in. Okay. Phil Wright. Phil Wrong, more like. Phil Wrong. <laughs> he says... Uh, right? This wrong. song. He says this song and this song, which I can't tell you or you'll get it straight away. Yeah. Definitely yes. A few of the other tracks, maybe. The rest, no. The best debut album ever, apart from Please Please Me, The Rolling Stones, Tim Hardin, The Doors, The Velvet Underground and Nico, Are You Experienced, Piper at the Gates of Dawn, Music from Big Pink, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Roxy Music, Can't Buy a Thrill, Number One Record, Greetings from Asbury Park, 10cc, Rush, Blondie, Nevermind the Bollocks, The Kick Inside, Van Halen, The Only Ones, The Smiths, The Stone Roses, The Lars, Blue Lines, Dub No Bass With My Head Man, Dummy, Leftism, The Coral, dot, 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 Definitely Maybe yeah. is better than the first Coral album. <laughs> Fuck me. Like, what? what? E- fucking everything's better than the Coral are fucking awful. How are they still <laughs> around? How are the Coral still a thing? Yeah, I mean, I mean mate, you know, there are, there are a few they're like there. A pa- I... They're like a Poundland Lars. Just listen to that yeah. Lars album. That's great. I mean, look, there are a few here I think you could look at. Black Sabbath, never mind the bollocks. Yeah, a kick inside. Yeah, sh- you know, sh- the Stone Roses. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. But let's not get silly and no. start bringing up the coral. The coral dot, 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 <laughs> dot, 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 dot. It's like he hit his, he wrote the coral and hit his head. And yeah. Just sort of like yeah. Fell down. Yeah. Unbelievable. Right. So you got that one as Brilliant. well. Mr. A. Brown. He says, I've been buying quote unquote classic albums over the last few years and have brought some superb stuff based on reviews of others and recently purchased this album. Oh dear. What a meaningless piece of irrelevant commercial pop at its worst. Please don't buy this unless you have heard it first. I know that musical taste is very personal, but this album really does leave me cold. This is all really something of a red herring because this is not a meaningless album. It's certainly not irrelevant commercial pop. And even if it was, it would be at its very best and not its worst. So don't get too bogged down in this, Gaz. This is one of those ones that is quite ironic for him to say this. Uh, This is an all-time... I'm going to give you a couple of clues. It is an all-time classic, a legendary classic album from a solo, male solo artist in the 1970s. It's a brilliant record and it's from one of the one of the the all-time greatest vocalists of all time ever and to call it i mean to call it meaningless is and it's also it marks a shift into his work being the absolute opposite of meaningless where he actually was like i should do something and have a purpose with my music and this was the result michael michael jackson no, it's a bit uh, earlier than Michael I was thinking, Jackson. I was thinking off the wall. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit earlier than Michael earlier. Jackson. Um, Think of that kind of post-Vietnam kind of era. Okay. American male solo. Yeah. 70s. Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Neil Diamond, oh, unfortunately. What? I mean, uh, rubbish. You know. Um, yeah. If I give you the record label, the record I reckon that will label. lead you in the right direction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Give us a record label. Because I'll tell you why as well. Because this guy's review may be stupid, but before it came out, the owner of the label was like, "Nah, we're not releasing that," and the, that was Motown. As soon as you said that, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Barry Gordy, okay. Barry Gordy, famously did not hear a single on it. He didn't. And you know what it is? Basically refused. Yeah. It's Go what's on. going on. It's what's going on by, by Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gay. A famously meaningless album. Yeah, it means nothing. Just shit words, <laughs> aren't they? Oh my god! Imagine hearing fucking what's going on and going, "What's all this about?" That's rubbish. What's What's all this about? Yeah, what's, he, yeah. what's he blathering yeah, yeah. on about? What is, go- what is actually going on? Yeah, what, what is, is going-, going on? Just say what's going on, mate. What's an Pathetic. Prick. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Right. Here's one. I think this would be... I'm going to kind of rush through this one because I think it's not got a lot of clues in it. Marco Al- Alakje. Horrible album. Six out of ten. He's actually given it one star. Right. So, maths. Struggle with maths. Yeah. As well as falls apart in the second half. Never listen to it again. Run away. Open brackets. Vomit emoji. <laughs> close brackets. Ripped by Robert Christigou. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit, yeah. 
<laughs> well, is that it? Is that all I've got to go on? That that's I'm afraid that's all you've got to go on. But I will give you a clue. Please. I'll give you a clue. Again, I'll... it is another American male solo artist. Okay. Again, it is something that it's come out in the last fifteen years. Okay. Came out in the two thousand came out in the two thousand tens. And it is a very, very big, very, very prominent modern male solo artist from America. Uh, I would say probably considered I don't even know if it is considered his absolute best album because he's someone with a lot of good albums. But it's certainly considered like a a, a sort of really landmark genius piece of work. So from that, yeah, excellent description. Oh. Six out of ten, one star, one six star. out of ten. Yeah. Same thing, in it? Whatever. Yeah, basically. Second half. I mean, when I'm looking at the track listing and he says it falls apart in the second half. What? Can, can I just can you give me some track names from the second half? I've, I'm, I'm struggling here. For some reason, I'm I'm really struggling to get a handle on American male solo artists. I don't know this why. Is actually quite, this is actually quite hard. I think, I don't know. You'll even know this or you won't because I don't know how much of a big of a fan you are. Okay. But, and he's he's been cancelled. Oh. So, you know, maybe, maybe maybe this guy had it right all along. Could be. Because this guy's been cancelled. He saw it coming, didn't he? That's yeah. Really, yeah. Uh, I, I can give you some of the guests on this album. Yeah. Guests on this album include Kid Cudi. That's quite a big one. Rake One. Jay-Z. Another quite a big one. Nicki Minaj, Rick Ross. Bon Iver. Pusha T. RZA. Swiss Beats. John Legend. I think if you haven't got it by now, you're not going to get it. So I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, tell me. It's my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy by Kanye West. Oh, mm. falls apart in the second half. It 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 doesn't. I mean, it really really doesn't. Really doesn't. Mm. Anyway, Lucas Argadona. Argadona. This is a review. This is a review of an album. Literally nothing special. People praise this band and their albums too much for no reason i swear that only 40 plus year olds that's us hello and teens that want to feel special listen to this music (laughs) (laughs) so this is like a classic classic album by a classic classic band that (laughs) young people who don't like them go it's music for miserable old white fuckers that's what people (laughs) would usually say and that's sort of what he's getting at here so you know cool thanks mate appreciate that appreciate you judging me solely based on liking this quite excellent record i'm fine with that i i I love getting judged (laughs) because then i can just uh just wittily repost to them go yeah well Nah, cassettes were brilliant. That's all I got. <laughs> Shut up, old man. Uh, clue, please. Clues. We've already mentioned it today in this show when we were talking about somebody to do with one of our songs that we picked. That's uh, a really big clue, actually. One of the songs we picked, uh, well, it wasn't my song, was it? it was oh was it yeah <laughs> who were we talking about this is a long time ago now it, well yeah about it, two it, hours yeah. ago it was a while ago <laughs> sorry about that that's alright um, who produced the Silver Sun album guys Nigel Godrich so right. Radiohead he did he did this is that guy's reviewing 
OK Computer. OK Computer. Fuck it's just for four-year-olds, isn't it? And teens that want to feel special. If you have a teen, I mean, this is a good parent advice. If you have a teen, you want to make them feel special. Special, yeah. Don't get them into radio heads. Don't don't hug them. Don't shower them. Don't love. love them. You know, don't no, don't, no, don't, no. don't bond with them and have kind of you know create core memories. No man, just mm. just put on you know exit music from a film. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. They'll feel like the center of the universe. Just sit in a darkened room with some headphones and just paranoid Android on loop. Lovely stuff. Okay, I'm going to give you that. BDL, you won't get this one, but I just like the fact that he spelt loathe wrong. The review is, I loth their music. I loth. I loth. I loth their music. I say love. I've given it one. I can't say love. I said loth. I loth their music. This is a sick, a truly classic 1960s album. Kind of perfect, brilliant folk pop duo. Okay, uh, Simon and Carbonet. Yeah, it is. It's uh, yeah. Well, you say you've got to say the album. Uh, bridge over troubled water. It is. Yeah. Imagine getting bridge over troubled water and just going. I love their music. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> why? Are you, why are you reviewing bridge over troubled water oh. and just going? I love. I loathe. I loathe them. Like you know, it's like he meant loathe. I yeah. loathe their music. Well, don't review it then. Exactly. To be fair, this you is know, for people who've bought it. Even for, even by the time that that review was posted, whenever that was, way back in the day, right? Simon and Garfunkel they sold a few albums, mate. It doesn't really matter if they get negative reviews now. That <laughs> yeah, was on Amazon. The, that was the biggest selling album in the world for like two years running or something. Mm. You know, yeah. He lost it though. That guy. Oh, he lost it. BDL. He lost. I lost. Like a pretty president. Yeah, he loves it. The disturbed version of Sound of Silence, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you. I'll I'll give you that because it's a a crap review. Right. Okay. Over to RateYourMusic.com. There's quite a good ones there. Um. Atlians99 says, I am sorry to all the people that worship this album, but I could just not get into this. Maybe I'm too much of a fan of West Coast and real rap in my opinion. But this is like techno nerd abstract rap. I don't mean to offend anyone, but it was an absolute chore to sit through this album. Maybe I would play this album to torture people I dislike very much. Now, Gaz, one clue. There's quite a few clues in there. One clue. You and I absolutely love this record because we have, again, we have our ears. We're using them in the correct manner as opposed to Atlians 99, who's a Dude, not. So it's not West Coast. It's not West Coast. So it's East Coast. It's not. It's not real rap. Well, it's, it's not it's real not, rap. It's not real rap either. Okay. No, it is techno nerd abstract rap. Yeah, techno nerd abstract rap. So I'm thinking. Um, I mean, it's not that either, uh, to be honest. But is it Beastie but it's Boys? something. No, no, it's something a bit more beyond that. It, it is a bit, you know. A bit more uh, avant-garde and difficult than the Beastie Boys or... Okay. We've spoken about it recently. Hip-hop, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Play along at home, remember? Wu-Tang? Play along at home. No, you're out in that you're, you're going back when you need to be going forward. Oh, what? Is it more recent? Yes, it is more recent. Okay. And we've spoken about it quite recently. And you will laugh when you know <laughs> you find out what he's talking about as well. Did it's... we speak about it on the hip hop special? No, we didn't. Okay. 
because it falls outside the parameters of that. But we have spoken about it on our Patreon page at one point in the last few months. Okay. Um, just frantically getting up Patreon. <laughs> you fucking cheat. <laughs> Don't oh, cheat yourself. Yeah. You know, cheat, yeah. Oh. Well, you cheat yourself. You cheat yourself, mate. I'm trying you to know. remember what hip-hop we covered. Um, well, it's not Cunning Linguist, obviously. No, it's not Cunning Linguist. <laughs> it kind of better brings it down to basically like one album at this point. I think I've given you too many clues here. Mad I can't v- believe you're not getting... Mad, Mad Villainy. Mad, Mad Villainy, v- yeah. <laughs> Mad Villainy. Mad Villainy. Techno Nerd Abstract rap. review. Techno nerd abstract. Rap. What? Shut up. Oh. Shut up. Go away. Put Kasabian back on. I like. would play this album to torture people I dislike very much. But you wouldn't be torturing them, would you? They'd go, this is brilliant, this, isn't it? Like most people. They, would, yeah. they wouldn't find this torturous. They it's... would probably go, thank you for putting this album on. And you'd yeah. go, well, now I'm going to put the game on. <laughs> go, <laughs> no, no, don't, don't do that, mate. Fucking hell. Fuck. I like real rap. Yeah, like real rap, not like not like fucking MF Doom. Are you mental? Anyway, here's one. Fred the Bear says, "Imagine if you will. This is where shit gets really a bit weird at this point, guys. Right. Imagine if you will that you are standing at the bottom of a rolling grass-covered hill, holding a microphone connected to a recording device. Leading up to that side of the hill is a long gravel path, and at the end of the other path, right at the top of the hill, is your best friend who has stood next to an empty metal dustbin." With a prearranged wave, you signal to your friend to let the dustbin roll down that gravel path while you record the sound that the dustbin makes. Then, with maybe a recording that is 30 seconds long, you take it home and loop it over and over again until it turns into a recording that is about 40 minutes long. Congratulations, as you have now made completely legally a 100% authentic copy of the title of this album. And with the money you've saved, you can now treat yourself to a proper hard rock album made by musicians who aren't so eager to reach the end of the song before each other, before the other members of the band. At which point, I strongly recommend Strangers in the Night by UFO, whereupon your ears will truly love you. Yes, they wore spandex, but boy, could they write songs rather than just leaving it to the random positioning of stones and pebbles on the hillside. <laughs> Very creative. Wow, that's a- for someone who is so spectacularly wrong about this record. He, he is right about Strangers in the, in the Night. It's fucking oh, okay. That is he's a got great one fucking live album. <laughs> he's it's, got one thing right. It's out uh, of yeah. That's 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 like Live and Dangerous, Thin Lizzy levels of fucking seventies live albums. Those okay, great. Okay, well, uh, I, I, I'll take your word for it. I respect your opinion. No, I don't respect. I don't respect this cunt's opinion at all. Opinion. At all. Is he talking about a rock band from that sort of era then? Yeah, yeah. Late sorry, late seventies, eighties, 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 mid eighties. This is mid eighties. Mid eighties. Yeah. Okay. Um, Def Leppard. No, mate. Think like. All oh, right absolute critical darling rock one of them yeah maybe a bit heavier than just pure rock what's heavier than rock only one thing (laughs) nothing's heavier than rock uh heavy metal Heavy metal is heavier than rock, I would suggest. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah. that's a controversial Can I opinion. Shock you? I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an absolute all-time classic 
metal record that sounds like a dustbin being pushed down a hill on some gravel. See, the du- see when, when you first said about a dustbin thing, my, my ears were immediately going like some anger, but I was just like, well, it's not a classic, but that's the, it's the right band though, isn't it? It's the right band. And yeah, we're talking about the... Pastor of Muppets. You are talking about a review. Well, we aren't talking. We have yeah. just, I've just read you a review of Master of Puppets. <laughs> that's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, Oh, I can't, what? What are you on about? Well, like, oh, they can't. Yeah, no, Metallica had no I'm, songs. No, no, I take back everything. No I, songs. I take back everything I said about being positive towards this guy. This guy's a fucking knob. Actually, Fred the Fair. F- fuck UFO. Or fuck Strangers in the Night. If he's saying this about Master of Puppets, I'm not having that. But as David Frost says, the clues are there. You know, because as soon as you said dustbin lids, I was like, fucking um, slanger. Do you think <laughs> Lars saw that and went, well, well, we will make a fucking album right. with dustbin I'll lids. I'll show and... you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't shown you. Shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here we go. Tim S. This is a, this is a short one, okay. but it's got all the info you need. <laughs> and I also like the fact that he kind of bottles out of his own <laughs> review. He gave this one, one star, yeah. Tim S., and said, didn't like any of the songs, but what do I know? I'm not Jamaican. <laughs> and he's not I mean he must he's he'd oh. know better than me obviously but is it I mean are we to- thing is are we toasting are we <laughs> oh dear yeah um, well obviously uh, Bob Marley and the Wailers it's Bob Marley it's Bob Marley and the Whalers. And I'm assuming it's Exodus. It is Exodus, correct. Well yeah. done. Yeah, I mean... Brilliant. What do you what know? I, You're not Jamaican. What do I know? What do I know? I'm not Jamaican. <laughs> hey, you don't have to be Jamaican to like Bob Marley. What? <laughs> wow. That's mental, isn't it? You heard yeah. that Nicajera album. What do I know? I'm not French. Fuck it. Well, I don't Brilliant. give a shit. Like, no. What? Mate. Oh. Get some ears. Get your. It's not yeah. the fact that you're not Jamaican. It's the fact that your ears are all over the fucking place. Yeah. <clears throat> right, only a few left. Muzman said, "I figured I should do myself a favour and listen to as many of Rate Music's top-rated albums as possible. So, without knowing much about it at all, I took the decision to listen to this album. Usually, I listen to an album at least three times before I review it. For this one, I'll make an exception because honestly, I really couldn't be bothered to listen to it more than once. I read the reviews." Positive and negative. It's fuzzy and swirling and maybe a bit hypnotic. There's also a lot of repetitive noise. There's no rhythm or melody. Maybe it'd sound good if I was on some drug-induced high, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> I love like, all right, Ian McKay. It's not, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You must be strong. Strong-willed. Yeah. And this is therefore just a pointless waste of time. It's staggering how many people think this is a masterpiece. I must be crazy for not agreeing, right? Well, I'm pretty sure I'm not the crazy one. He's just gone full, <laughs> like, paranoid Donald yeah. Trump at that. Yeah. It's not me drinking his own piss with a yeah. little fucking tin hat on his head. That's <laughs> not me. They're the mad ones. Yeah. Just in a, so, darkened, in a darkened room looking at his reflection in the mirror. If you can scrabble through the kind of paranoia and self-loathing that Muzman is yeah. exhibiting here, there are a few clues as to what this album is. And... <laughs> Although he's actually maybe the first person to kind of describe the sound of the album fairly accurately. 
but to say there's no songs fuzzy and swirly and maybe a bit hypnotic maybe a bit hypnotic maybe a bit it's very hypnotic yeah um but you know what era are we talking we are talking the early 90s cool that goes with what i was gonna guess anyway then i'm going my bloody valentine loveless it's a bloody good guess and it is correct well done mate correct he's done it yeah and you're you're the fucking crazy one though because you like this album don't you so you're the you're the crazy one i'm fine with that okay i'm I'm fine fine with that and yeah i think i think it it, it contributed to uh no i'm not gonna go there okay (laughs) leyland this is the next one possibly as revolting to listen to as sinatra serenading new york mobsters jagger scratching his tightly gift wrapped testes while squawking on stage or Dylan finding Christ. The dis- difference, distance between this album's deafening legend and its questionable quality is why some of, some of us seek escape in drugs, alcohol and inconspicuous travel rather than accepting office work in order not to get cornered at a water cooler and forced politely to nod while one fellow's, one's fellow slaves go on about this band. I mean, he's done what he's all about for the most part this bloke it's quite a hard one this but think of like it's quite an apt thing because he's basically going oh everybody likes this band and I'm not I'm not like a sheep like you I don't right there's been a lot of that there's been a lot of that recently over the last week Mm. with this this particular band with this particular band that's a big clue Uh, the Beatles it is the Beatles. This is a man doing that thing that people do. Go, <laughs> I'm not a I sheep. D- I don't like the Beatles. And no. They go, really? Oh my God, you're really special. Wow, you're, you're edgy, brilliant. aren't you? Ooh. You're brilliant. You're hard. God, did you, you said you didn't like them, but you didn't just, didn't just, you, like, for the record, you don't have to like the Beatles. You don't actually have to like the Beatles if you don't want to. You don't have to like the Beatles. But it's what fun. you shouldn't do is walk around with, like, a big badge on yeah. going, I don't like the Beatles. I hate so, the Beatles. I'm I'm so different. Yeah. <laughs> Layla, so like you, you're a bunch of sheep for liking these really good songs. Um, yeah. So the Beatles. Mm. Guess an album. I'll give you three guesses. Okay. Uh, I get it first time. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Arts Club Band. It's not Sergeant Pepper's, mate. I'm afraid. Sorry. Oh, Revolver. It's not Revolver. Oh, I got one left. You got one left. Fuck. Fuck. Um, fuck. Uh, Abbey Road. Oh, he's got it in the last Yay! minute. Hey, well done. Abbey Road. Yeah. All right. KSWA 913102. Rolls up. The, the old 913102. dropping soon. <laughs> <laughs> Says easily one of, if not the most overrated pop album in history. But since it came out during the heyday of whiny singer-songwriters and flatulence flatulence like the Carpenters, expectations could not have been very high at the time. While this person is a songwriter of considerable talent, her voice ranges from terrible to non-existent. She should never have been allowed within a mile of of a recording studio. I gave it 0.5 because nothing lower was available. Blimey. 70s singer-songwriter. 70s singer-songwriter, female, female singer-songwriter. Uh, okay, I'm going to have a shot in the dark at Carol King, Tapestry. 
it's a great shot of the dark and you have it's absolutely correct fuck off really yeah yeah That's well mate amazing. yeah because you know she's an amazing yeah an amazing songwriter she's fucking incredible yeah and that's one of the that's one of the best albums from the seventies. This guy's <laughs> a knob. <laughs> K- KWS fucking please don't go nine zero two one zero. Whatever his fucking name was. Fucking <laughs> unbelievable! Like what? Well, I let him oh shit! Like wow. What I feel the earth Street move under my feet. Yeah, that's rubbish, isn't it? Um, what else is on that album? Um, oh uh, mate. Uh, um, you make me feel yeah. like a natural woman. Yeah, yeah. crap! It's rubbish, isn't it? Rubbish. Bizarre. Again, bizarre. Okay. ears are a privilege. They really are, and you have destroyed yours. Crazy Feline says, maybe it's time this was... So maybe for its time, this was a good album. It hasn't wore well with time. Now, I don't have any problem with the sound or the mixing or any audio shortcomings. It's the album itself. Back in the 70s, major name rock acts had the gall and the temerity to release albums with only eight songs and a running time of 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, as opposed to the fucking hour and a half yeah bloated crap that we have I to miss with those now. days I miss those days now if the eight songs were all good songs I might give them a pass Aerosmith and Montrose come to mind of course Ooh. they do however on this overrated album you have eight songs and three of them are crappy instrumentals clocking in at less than two minutes apiece the rot had set in with all the overindulgent excesses that come with it pampered hesonists are unable to function and create any semblance of previous high points i know you all i know all you 70s hippies love mor but for all you youngsters beware of this one okay well i'm gonna get the the three instrumentals and it's an eight track album Mm -hmm. from the 70s yeah master master reality it is Master Reality, which is... That's only got two instrumentals on it. Right, I, yeah, I don't know what, what you're talking about. What a prick. And it's got Lord of This World on it, and After Forever, <laughs> and Sweet fucking Leaf. Children of the Grave, and Sweet Leaf. Go oh, away, fuck, mate. Fuck, go, fuck, away. go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. Come up to me and tell me not to listen to Master Reality and to listen to Montrose instead. Go away, you Boring, boring man. Crazy feline. I've, fucking cunt line, more like. Don't know if that works. But I was we'll, going to give him we'll a pass early doors because I'm like, actually, that first Montrose album is fucking amazing. It's, 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 okay. it's it, yeah. It, That's, it's, uh, what's his name, in it? Sammy Hagar. Um, Tony Ham, Sammy Hagar, yeah. It's, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's called, yeah, they're all on it, like Bad Motor Scooter, Rock Candy. You're mm. Rock Candy, baby. Hot, but, sweet, and sticky. Not having Master Reality. No, but no, Master Reality pisses oh, over it from a great height. Right. And it's only got two instrumentals. What a knob. Dick. Cretin. <laughs> Absolute cretin. The number 45 gave a one-star review to oh. this. He says... Is that, is, is that your mate from Corn Shop? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. All right. As an Interpol fan who'd heard so many times that they sound like a mimic of this band i was really excited to hear this album and when i heard it i couldn't believe that this band was supposed to be interpol's mentors i don't believe it i really couldn't find any reason why this album nor its follow-up are so admired it's not only that there's nothing special here but i also don't think this album is even a above average and he's put that in quotation marks of average (laughs) there are only two there are only two songs i like track two and track six. Fair enough, mate. I mean, both of those songs, as we we're about to discover, 
are both really good. And the strangest thing about it is that this isn't the only classic and influencing album which I was supposed to love that I found bad. It happened to me also with the Smiths albums. So if there's anyone who's reading this and has an idea what's wrong with me, please send me a message through my profile and tell what to you think. Can we send them a message, please? <laughs> I think we might have to. Here's a privilege, Hello. son. <laughs> <laughs> sort yours out. Uh, sort them right out. All right. Uh, I'll inter- interpose the uh, the keyword there. It's got to be unknown mm. pleasures. It um, is. He likes, he likes Day of the Lords and he likes She's Lost Control. Uh, but Both brilliant. He, we'll yeah. <laughs> but why would you hear them and go, well, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard Day of the Lords. I heard Day of the Lords, and I just thought Disorder before that. Yeah, nah, shit, not for me. Rubbish. Yeah, and then Boring. fucking can, candidate comes in. I was like, nah, rubbish. Oh, she's lost control. I don't mind this one. What's this? Shadow play, rubbish. Like, rubbish. mate, what do you awful. want about fucking Terrible. come off? Peter it. Hook. Apps. Shit. Ridiculous. Right. Um, here's oh. the last one, Gaz. Here's the last one, and we're tallying your scores. We'll give you the bonus round. All right. Cactus. Cactus, not Cactus Jack off the wrestling, but just someone called Cactus says, Cactus. when one rates an album so poorly, well, no, sorry, when one rates so poorly such an acclaimed album, some explanation is due. So here's my opinion. Quite a high opinion of themselves yeah, to go, about. I'm going on ratemusic.com, but I have to just say, look, I know you're all going to be looking at this and wondering right, what's going on. So I'm, here, here you go. Here's a thing that you've all been waiting for. The vocals are just annoying drawled words moans pointless cries look at me i'm not 30 years old yet but my voice <laughs> belongs to a depressed wino ridiculous <laughs> it sounds forced pretentious and monotonous and the music is just too plain and generic to even be mentioned i can just note how the production made the sound as bland as possible really i tried hard to understand how this album gets an average rating over four stars but i still find it one of the most annoying albums ever recorded it's quite a lot there, isn't there? Quite yeah, a lot. Well, quite angry. I'm glad he made the kind of caveat at the start to go, hey guys, look, mm. it's just my opinion. Thank God. But I need to tell you why my opinion is so crucial in this matter. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks for the caveat. Thanks, mate. It's good. Cool. I think I might have saved your bacon for that caveat. Oh, <laughs> it really did, yeah. Um, I've said that. It's don't kick my head in. It's just my point of view. <laughs> um, oh. so let's go back to what we've got for the, the clues on here yeah. vocals are drawled words moans and pointless cries yeah I, mean, I think that's unbelievably harsh forced pretentious of monotonous again I think that is particularly I don't think that any of that is true the plain and generic music is com- completely completely ridiculous male or female female 1975 75 1975 play along at home Matty Healy play along at home Matty Healy yeah oh what's he done now um female vocalist British or American 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 um 1975 1975 oh Why has my mind gone completely blank? This is rubbish. Dead air is a crime. Give us another clue. Uh, 
pre-punk icon? Patty Smith. Patty Smith. Horses. Horses. Banging album. Horses by Patty Smith. What an Second album. Unbelievable. What you, an album. That's it. I'm going to so you got you got 1 2 3 uh 4 5 6 7, seven. 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 17 out of 20 gas that's not bad it's not, it's not bad, bad at all and a lot of them were minimal clues as well like carol king well, and bloody yeah, valentine and all that right. done all right yeah he did pretty well then mate right. let us know how you guys did it means you get the bonus round which is Ooh. the opposite so this is a positive review hang on, hang on. Should, should, should we like take the time for the board to re- revolve Am I going to gamble away my fucking... Are you going to gamble away, you gamble away your yeah. guest list of the Aeon Symposium for <laughs> what I've got in the box? Oh, oh fuck You've that. You've won. Fuck that, then. We, we've had a lovely day, Jim, but I think we're going to take what we got. Oh, um, no way have I given that up. <laughs> yeah. Here's what you could have won. And I, oh, it was a yeah. chance of... Play basing the reformed Caius. Oh, oh no. What? That's happening. <clears throat> nah. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Um, here you go. Right. So, this is a bit different. This is a five star review of an album that probably doesn't deserve <laughs> oh, five I see, stars. I see what you've done there. I see what you've done. Mr. Grind, to close us out, says What more can I say aside from this is a great album? One of the best of the genre ever, I think. Wow. Being more into grindcore, deathcore, Gorecore. Gorecore? What's You've gore invented core, that, mate. You've invented Gorecore, haven't you? You've, I mean, good good for him. He's just sort of thought he'd slip it in. Yeah. Grindcore, Deathcore, Gorecore. Gorecore. Death Metal. I didn't expect to enjoy this album this much, but I loved it. Funny part is, I discovered this band through some stupid internet movie my friend was watching a couple of years ago. I got their other albums along with this one, and they blew me away. So okay, I, I'm assuming then that said band is not part of any of the the gore cores, the death cores, nope. the core blind nope. is none of that. Nope. Still nope. a rock. Uh, cool. It's it's going to be a rock band though, right? It's a a a rock band. I mean, I would again, I would go a little bit further than just a heavy rock. metal band. A metal band. Oh, yeah. a metal band. Okay. A metal band, not a heavy metal band. A me- it's cer- certainly not a heavy metal band. So just a, me- a metal band. A more. I mean, there is a prefix that you could put on them as a metal band. Thrash metal bands. No, 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 no. That's far too oh, critically okay. <laughs> acceptable. Rap metal bands. Uh it's not the word I would use, but you're in oh. the right ballpark. Oh. Um, Come on, mate. Your favourite. My, my favourite? It's your favourite album. It's, it's your favourite album, is what it is. It's my favourite. You love this album. What, really? It's your favourite. Oh, I don't know. It's your favourite. What? what tr- oh, it's Trouble Gum, then. No. <laughs> as if I'd slag. This Trouble Gum wouldn't deserve a good review. How dare you? Um, more clues, please. Was well, a new metal band. A new metal band. Oh, fuck yeah. me. Okay. Um, Linkin Park. No. 
way <laughs> too way too big Linkin Park oh, oh are, we, are we talking like the absolute dregs of new metal here well you know shit, uh, shit, uh, shit your shell suit are we talking crazy town no 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 not, no? not crazy town no um I'm going to give you two more. You're going to get two more guesses. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, what have I guessed Everett so Home far? Is sh- you've, you've said Crazy Town and Lincoln Park. It's crazy Town and Lincoln Park. Okay. Biscuit. It's not Biscuit. I'd never do that to Biscuit. Absolutely not. Never oh, I thought it might. It could have been a results my very, to be fair. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Actually, could have, could have that. Or the uh, yeah Stampede of the Disco Elephants, whatever that fucking god awful album's called. Still um, sucks. That's cool. Actually, it's been there. Well, that's the one. Hey, thanks, man. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last guess. Last guess. Dregs of fucking new metal. Dog shit mm-hmm. awful. Well, you know. Do I like them? Mm, don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Have I mentioned them already on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> You actually, you actually have unbelievably have I? unbelievably when you said it I was like I don't believe this I don't no, I, don't I couldn't react to it I had Brilliant. to just go because no, no, I knew this was coming nah, I don't believe it I never knew that I never knew that, I never knew nah. that. Uh, spine shank <laughs> he's pulled it out of the bag that is a review that is a review of the height of callousness oh. by Spineshank. I think it's one of the best of the genre ever. Well, it is. He's right. Because <laughs> I fucking wrote, I blatantly wrote that review. It is one Mr. of the best. Why do you Mr. think Grind. I... Mr. Grind. Why do you... St- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. I am Mr. Grind. I am Mr. Grind. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I can see something wrong with a little bit of bump and grind. Mr. Yeah, grind. Mr. Grind. Oh, mate. There you go. That so, was amazing. I mean, what an amazing that... way to finish. That is uh, four stars better than Unknown Pleasures, Abbey Road, Purple yeah. Rain, yep. Master Reality, Master yep. of Puppets. Obviously. Dark Side of the Moon. Without without that question. To Pimp a Butterfly. Of course. <laughs> nobody, 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 nobody changed my mind. I did leave me to a new disease. Good times. Yeah. Oh, that was really excellent. That was anyway. Great. That was great. How did you do? You listening? How are you at home? How did you do? How did you get on? Yeah. Did you get any? Did you cheat? Don't you have to admit if you cheat? Just admit it. Did you get? Were you screaming the height of callousness by Spongebob <laughs> <laughs> under your breath on the bus, like putting yeah. your t-shirt over your mouth? It's fucking Spongebob yeah. biting the sleeve of your coat. <laughs> Obviously, Spongebob. <laughs> right. Anyway, we're off. Yeah. <laughs> we're off thanks very much for listening everyone go to oh, yes. patreon.com forward slash true cult pop and you can sign up for all our exclusive content we've got a little bit of Frank Zappa coming from you this week and some double Bruce Springsteen fun it oh, should be a lot of fun yeah you have a lovely time we will see you next week cheery buys bye guys love you bye <laughs>